There's a mountain hiding out in yonder. How well my single arms is on and hawking. Thank you. That was my cover of Sunglasses at Night. Uh, I changed it up enough so where we can leave it in the episode and we won't get sued for copyright infringement. I wasn't even on key. It was off key. This has been off key covers by Spencer King. Keep it here on the uh, WXAG late night radio. Coming at you next with the traffic update. You don't want to miss this. Christian, <clears throat> you don't want to miss no. the traffic update. While well, you're getting your notes, I want to ask you something. Mm-hmm. Are you recording? Yes. Are you recording right now? Yes. Okay, we got birds, donut holes, killer elements, electric whips excite me. All of this and more on this edition of Sequel Man, the podcast. Coming at you, not live from the Stark Expo. Two men talk about the films you care about. Or don't. It's a Sequelman podcast and it starts right now. All right, listeners, welcome back to another new episode of Sequelman, the podcast. I'm Christian Bringitall, and you're not. And this suspense. <laughs> wait. I'm gonna, you introduce yourself. I'm sorry. How about you go introduce yourself? <laughs> I am the other half of this this debacle. Uh, Spencer, hi. How are you? Good, good. You threw me off. I did. I <laughs> threw myself your, off. With your new catchphrase there. I threw myself. That's not even mine. That was a I know, joke that's from, from something. SNL. Chevy Chase. Oh, I'm probably. Chevy Chase, and you're not. Yeah, we're stealing jokes now. But uh, jokes. as sorry. Christian said, something we didn't steal is the name of the show, which we are the Sequel Men, Christian and I. Mm-hmm. And we take listeners on, on a little escapade, a little adventure through film franchises. Uh, adventure, that's the word. Adventure. But escapade is a fun word. And right now we are in the middle. We go scene by scene, act by act, obviously, as you know. And we're funny. And sometimes the we're The worst deep. line in any movie is what as you all know oh wish i wish i hadn't <laughs> used it but we were right in the middle of a franchise with an asterisk because it's not a it is but it's not we're doing phase one of the mcu and right phase now today one. we're talking about iron man 2 phase one iron man 2 liquid warm liquid goo phase what you know Warm liquid goo phase. No. When Austin. Oh. Wow. Good one. You're quick. You're quick. I'm quick on that. You're super quick. Trigger. And I'm gonna be. I've got the gun on you. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna be real quick with this trigger too. Just get it out of the way. Not the character spotlight, but uh, Spencer Sports Corner. Hi. Welcome to Spencer Sports Corner. Just another an update for those that care. As I mentioned in the last episode, the Washington, formerly known as Redskins are deciding to change their name and it had everybody all excited but it's the best name they ever they did not get a name in time for whatever deadline apparently or they just haven't decided yet so for the time being they are going with they actually what they decided is um, they were just going to let Madden just <laughs> name them and they were just going to go to create a team and not change anything except for the, the city name wow. and they will be known and this is not a joke as the Washington football team. 
<laughs> so now their fans <laughs> can be like, what's your favorite team? And they're going to oh. be like, oh, the Washington football team. And they're like, yeah, well, what, what are they, though? Yeah, the football team. That's it. And now the Browns, the Cleveland Browns are over there going, yeah, we don't have the worst name anymore. <laughs> We don't, we're just the brown. What's a brown? We're just a color. But no, you guys take the cake. Madden generic team what generator. What happened to Red Tails? They have the rights to them. The guy that has the trademark or whatever said they could have them for free. I don't know what the deal is. They they just haven't decided. So when, when players on this team look back and their kids are like, Dad, who'd you play for? And they're like, you know what? <laughs> some Some people were Patriots. Others were Packers, some were Ravens, and some were Cardinals. But I, son, I was of the football team. I was of the football team. I played for the Washington Footballs. (laughs) What what were you? What was the team mascot? Well, son, we were of the football team. I was of the football team. And that is your Sports Corner brought to you by Spencer King. That is the worst. I know people were like, you only had... 30 years to think of a new name. Exactly. And how hard could it be? Just pick one. Anything. So, or oh, t- another thing. Jeff Goldblum in Independence Day. Time's up. He's in that movie? I've never seen you that didn't, movie. Well, oh, yeah, he hasn't seen it. But You time's know what? Up. I've seen. That's it. That's the name. We can't. We're, we got a deadline. We're just going to. What are you? What do you think, Johnny? Well, we're uh, a Washington football team. I. That's perfect. That, uh, that's brilliant. That's but it. Hear me on this one. What if we kept the Redskins name and our logo, and this isn't my idea, I've seen this, it's a joke, but why don't we just change the mascot to a potato? And then we keep the name. That's perfect. It's much better, <laughs> and we still have one up on the Browns. Now, we're, we can move on, <laughs> Iron Man 2. One up on the Browns. We're actually in the middle of um, MCU movie. So Yes. We are in MCU movie, movie 3. It doesn't have a title. It's just the MCU movie three. The we are number played three. By, we? we got about three more, don't we? Played by the main character and the supporting character, and Iron. then um, playing uh, the female character is female actress, and uh, yes. it's directed by My Hollywood favorite. director. Yes, and produced as always by the producer in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So we are bringing you star-studded cast. The movie. I have some fun facts for Iron Man 2 and I'll just start those at around 47 minutes the photo of Ivan being arrested that Tony Stark views in the research is an actual media photo of Mickey Rourke being arrested on drug charges when he was younger okay that's cool and this other one this is actually cooler I think Hammer's Justin Hammer's factory is really Elon Musk's SpaceX facility in Hawthorne, California. The people walking around in the background are actual employees, even though filming took place at night. So that's huh. kind of fun. And he, Elon Musk has a cameo in this, too. So Yes, fun. he wants to build an electric <clears throat> airplane. Yeah. What are your fun 15 facts? 15 seconds of fame. That's <laughs> all your fun fact? <laughs> yeah, just the two. Just the two. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't really do much research for this one, okay. I guess. Okay. Did but. you know, I... I forgot about this. Justin Thoreau wrote the screenplay. Jennifer Aniston's husband, I believe. Isn't he the Prime Minister of Canada? No, that's Justin Trudeau. (laughs) You you see how I got it mixed up, right? (laughs) (laughs) Written by the Prime Minister of Canada or President or whatever they have. (laughs) Justin Thoreau. Oh, I'm sorry. I said James Thoreau. It's Justin Thoreau. You said Justin. I did? You said Justin, yeah. Oh, I 
I'm jumbled up. Rewind the clip. But you did <laughs> anyway, say Anyway, he wrote the screenplay, and I did not know this. Gennady Tartakovsky storyboarded the film. Who's that? And he's the guy behind Samurai Jack. Oh, yeah, that animated series. Hotel Transylvania and The Clone Wars, the, the original animated Clone Wars, the 2D hmm. one. He's the art director, the animator, basically, hmm. the guy, the showrunner. Kinda I never neat. knew that. Kind of neat. Another fun fact was about the music. There's some interesting that went on. The film score was made by John Debney, not uh, Ramin Jawadi, who did the first film. Ah. Who did the dun 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 dun. Yeah, I noticed that wasn't in this one. He had a slightly different theme, didn't he? Yeah. Well, I don't even know if it was in it. The the original one. No, it wasn't. I didn't hear it. John Debney did compose the score from Wikipedia. John Debney composed the score with Tom Morello, with composer Richard M. Sherman of the Sherman Brothers, contributing the Stark Expo theme song, Make Way for Tomorrow Today. Make way, make way, tomorrow's heading away. Make way for tomorrow today. So I had to look up who the Sherman brothers were because I thought, oh, it must have been the guy that wrote like the Disney, like Walt Disneyland theme or something. Turns out they're the, these two brothers, Robert B. Sherman and Richard M. Sherman, who we just heard about. They did the film scores for Mary Poppins, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, The Jungle Book, Except Bare Necessities, which Terry Gilkey said, no, this is also from Wikipedia. Bedknobs and Broomsticks, The Happiest Millionaire, Charlotte's Web, and The Aristocats. Everybody wants to be a cat. Their most well-known work, however, remains the theme park song, There's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow, and It's a Small World After All. According to Time.com, the latter song is the most performed song of all time. And then we'll just keep it that way. We're not going to perform it here. But yeah, that's, that's very interesting. There's also that some interesting. interesting stuff about uh, the whole the demon, whole demon in the bottle plot line in the comic books that I'm they dip their toes into. But I'll I might bring that up later when we get into the plot. But okay, when was the first time you saw this movie? Um, <clears throat> a couple years after it was out. It was when. All the movies were kind of coming out, and I'm like, Sh- I I better get on this. I I think I actually saw Thor in theaters before I saw this movie, so I didn't get the excitement of this post credit scene and be like, oh, I had already known it. The phase one, I wasn't into like <clears throat> as it was happening until the Avengers. So once the Avengers came out, then I was like fully in, and I was up to like I was with it. I became a real real fan. So I I didn't see this. I think I pirated this movie. I watched it online somewhere uh, while I was sitting in college in my oh, bedroom. Spencer. I Why? mean, it may not have been college. It doesn't matter. No, it was. It would have to be college. When did this movie come out? 2008. No, I'm sorry. I believe it was 2009. Wait, it's right here. It's literally right in front of my face. Well, we're waiting. 2010. So that was... 2010, two years after Iron Man. Did I see Avengers before I saw this? No. 
I maybe I did. No, well, Avengers might have made you want to go back and. I think it did. I I think I saw Avengers before I saw Captain America. I don't know, but I I watched them all out of order. But ever since Avengers, I've been up to date, and I think I've pretty much seen them all in theaters. But I remember really, really liking it, and I I didn't understand why people were like, "Oh, it's the," and I watching it again, even critically, I still really liked it, and don't get why people hate it so much. I gotta amend my other statements. I hacking up a furball over there. Hairball, it's a hairball. Furball, hairball, same thing. Yeah, same thing. Same thing. Whatever whatever anyway so what was i saying you have to amend the statement oh yeah i need to amend myself when i said that i didn't really like this movie that much just to give a little pregame here i actually really really enjoyed it watching it this might be my favorite times i watched one movie i really enjoyed it and there's only basically only one negative mark against it in my opinion and we'll get to that well, yeah. I th- me and Spencer are both in agreement on it. But. It's a big one. And even then, it's still like cool while it's happening. Yes. But it's yeah. just not. It, but I, I like what they do with the character, everything we learn about his dad. There's so much stuff. He, it's just there's there's a lot That's going on. That's such a big thing. And I like it. In the whole movie is the whole son <clears throat> and father a thing. Mm-hmm. And this, oh, man, I can't wait on to get into it. On a couple different levels. Yeah. I saw it in the theater. <clears throat> I remember seeing it. It was a packed theater. Uh, it was with my buddy Brandon. Shout out. Brandon Obanoff. He's a listener. Oh, Obanoff. man. Is he related to Ivan? No. Ivan. Yeah! Uh, no. Yeah! <laughs> <Fun of Yeah>! <laughs> That's a serious moment. It is. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Very serious. Very serious. Shouldn't be making fun of. Anyway, no, but uh-huh. I saw it in the theater. I was with him. I, I was probably with someone else, too. But we had bad seats. Uh-huh. We got in late. Mm-hmm. Lower left of the theater. We kind of had to look up and to look up at the screen from the front row. And meanwhile, Brandon's brother real is quick, sitting in the back. Real quick, before you go on. Yeah. Um, in case you're confused, he said he got in late, which back in the day, you didn't have assigned seats that you bought when you got oh, there. It was you had to find yes. a seat when you got in there and wherever yeah, it was I left. I should have prefaced with that. It was I know open nowadays seating. you can sit anywhere. You back kids then. are spoiled. We're all and spoiled I, now. Let me amend. I didn't go in late. I uh-huh. well, we got in later than everybody else. How about that? Which translates to not late, late. but maybe during the previews. Oh, okay, I got but, you. Later than what you should But all the other good seats were filled, and Brandon's brother had a good seat a few mm. rows behind us near the middle, and I was like, hey, that. like, Tyler. My, my throat hurts after on. doing no. that Ivan. <laughs> no, it's all good. Yeah, my, so does mine. We shouldn't have done that without yeah, doing vocal Mickey, warm-ups. can we get another take of that? I absolutely not. My throat hurts. We no, cannot. He's not we're gonna rushing. Have to, we're going to have to uh, resume good shooting actor. tomorrow. I we're just read a story about him that he... He was a boxer. He made a statement about somebody. Who? Just recently. Mickey Rourke. But who would he make the statement I don't know. About? I don't. I don't. Let's look it up really quick. I'm pretty sure he was a boxer also. Looking and that's why up. his face is all, like he looks like he's had a lot of plastic surgery because he has. Not because he's a celebrity and has to look good, but because his face from his actual boxing career was just so ruined. He had to get it well, I fixed. Think, that's, yeah. I think that's true. Did he? Did you he can have fact check surgery? me. 
Oh yeah, if you look at younger oh, pictures, oh, he got in a feud. He got in a feud with Robert De Niro. Oh, on the set? Not on the set. He. I'm not going to go through the whole story, but no, just give us the highlight. The, what was it over? And when was it? Okay, this and is from USA all. Today. Mickey Rourke reignites feud with Robert De Niro, calls Irishman actor crybaby on Instagram. Mm. But it's a one-sided public feud, uh, as as USA Today says. Over what? What do you call him a crybaby They starred for? together in Angel Heart, in the 1987 Angel Heart. Okay, so what was the feud? Why do you call him a crybaby? I don't even know... That's I all know. I want to know. This is what, okay, <laughs> Rourke 67 posted the incendiary words along with the classic movie photo of De Niro smoking a cigarette. The two starred together in the 1987 neo-noir drama Angel Heart. Hey, Robert De Niro, that's right, I am talking to you, you big expletive crybaby, Rourke wrote, referring to De Niro's famed line from Taxi Driver. Rourke alleged in the post that he had learned from a friend, quote, that De Niro had called him a, quote, liar, End quote, in a newspaper interview. The alleged interview was not cited. Interesting. It's kind of way off topic. Yeah, but. that's all right. <clears throat> Speaking of off topic, go listen to our brother podcast, the Going Off Topic podcast, hosted by Brandon Pop and Chris Kemperman. Yes. We still have something in the works with them. We got to... Anyway, Iron Man 2. I, I really, 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 really like this movie. I do too. Every time I've watched it, even... After having it sit with me for a while and revisiting it, thinking, oh, it's not going to be as good. I still liked it as much as I did the first time I watched it's it. It's got great developmental yeah, stuff I, going on I in like it, it a lot. for the character. It's and world there, oh, building. Man, there's, it's more there's stuff you got to look out for, too, in terms mm-hmm. of future movies. Mm-hmm. Especially one big line that I hope you know what I'm talking about. We'll get there. Yeah, get there. But do you wanna, <clears throat> with that, oh, why don't we just do you wanna get dive in, in into Let's this in. cold bath? I don't know. Sure. So uh, we're we're starting Iron Man 2, Act 1. We're starting in Russia. And we get Ivan Vanko. And he's watching his father die as Tony Stark announces he's Iron Man. So it's... So it's five months. It's well, it, the movie before, starts five right months after later. Right after he... It, it's, yeah. it starts at the very end of Iron Man. I like how they bring it in, too, with the Paramount logo. Yeah. With the Tony Stark press conference. Oh, yeah, 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 with the voiceover nice thing. Nice sound bridge. But then he... So his father dies, and that's when we get the... <laughs> part that hurt our throat a little we're getting backstory on them kind of by like newspaper clippings Mm -hmm. of tony stark all over so ivan is working on this weaponized it looks like he's taken like the arc reactor technology come on the blueprints for and he's using like kind of like a arc reactor thing to make these long this electrical whip It's basically thing. the arc reactor prototype that they yeah. came up with, except Tony perfected the design. Essentially, it's the same villain as the first one, but a little different. They all are just trying to get after that arc. And he's got a bird. That's important yeah. to know. <laughs> so, Dude. Be- pretty bird. Pretty bird. There it, really? Lloyd. Beautiful bird. <laughs> he, he didn't, didn't have, have a head. head. Harry, I took care of it. <laughs> pretty bird. Turns out that was uh, that was Ivan. Yeah, he got his eyesight back. So, <laughs> by the miracle okay. of the arc reactor. No, there is okay. So much ring theory stuff going on here. Like, 
Oh, and he's hammering the when, ding. Exactly. Ding, that's the shot I was telling ding. you about. And that exact shot. You put them together oh, yeah. side by side. It's an yeah. inverse. It's an exact inverse mirror reflection. And he's essentially in a cave. He's he's it's like Russia. the dark mirror. In this, you'll see this as we go on. He's a dark mirror of Tony. Like yeah. his Tony's father took the design of the arc reactor that he worked on with Ivan's father. And that's Tom. going on and stuff later in the movie, but this is just laying the groundwork. Yeah, they're, they're dark. We mirrors are, of we each know other. right right up I don't front get that there's a much. history mm-hmm. between the Starks and the uh, and it's both father and son. The Vankos. father and son yeah. feuds mm-hmm. here. Uh, so six really months later, that. Tony is full Iron Man now, and he's also full Tony Stark, and is he's dropping in to the Except Stark he gets hit Expo. With a shell. He gets oh, hit a, with a firework, a firework shell, yeah. and that kind of shows like, hey, he's just. He's just, he's, he's, he's still yeah he's still getting yeah. kind of getting it, but he drops in superhero pose to the Stark Expo and <clears throat> he's giving a little speech about how he's brought peace and he's real he's real arrogant right here and he's playing to the crowd he's got cheerleaders yeah. and it's a fun the Stark Expo is back because he something and it's not about him nobody can go toe to toe with him on his best day, but it's not about him. But it's, it's not, not about, about me. him. It's not about us. There's a it's line that piece. he says that makes me think of a certain big guy. Maybe Sun's maybe we'll low. see him, huh? Sun's getting low. No. Let's just say he does it himself. Oh, okay, got you. Yeah, but behind Until all the arrogant, we see yeah. behind the front. We see Tony's dealing with some shit. His blood toxicity level is at nineteen percent. And I don't know if it says it right here, but we do find. Well, we just we. I, I think it's pretty safe to assume at this point it's from the arc reactor mm-hmm. or something to do with his condition. He's checking himself on the little uh, diabetes blood taker, and then Tony is making his way through the crowd outside. Provided by Wilford Brimley. I've had diabetes for twenty-seven. Uh, so Tony's making his way through the crowd, making his way through the crowd, walking fast, happy's last, and he's homebound, and happy's guiding him. <laughs> And uh, they, they run into Larry King. They do. Well, it's not Larry King. Who it is is uh, Stan Lee, and he thinks he's Larry King like he thought he was Hef. And this brings me to my character spotlight. And in case you haven't caught on, hey, Stan Lee cameos in every movie. So why not cameo in our podcast? The cat's there out of the bag. Go. Now, this version of Stan Lee is seemingly a normal dude on the outside. He's a businessman slash scientist scouting the world's greatest technologies and the brains behind them. His expertise are in the chemical side of technology. He's big into experimenting with chemical reactions within the human body. He's always looking to enhance the inner workings. As a college professor, he and his colleague Mendel Strom begin their work on, on strength and intelligence enhancement formula. They reach several breakthroughs, but never perfect it for humans. They never get the, the they never get to finish their work before Strom takes a business partner, a former student of his, as a, a, a partner, and they start their own chemical company. They blow up with success, and they become a household name, and they ride high as Stan watches from the wings, still as a professor. He always wonders what could have been if they had gotten to human trials of the formula. A new wave of super soldiers? A healing serum for the fatally wounded? Cures for diseases that have yet to find one? The possibilities are endless. 
Several years pass. Stan took up a new project, Radioactive Enhanced Animals. This is an independent venture at first. One day, he sees on the news his former colleague Strom has been taken in on embezzlement charges accused of him by his business partner. Stan takes this opportunity. This is his time. He gathers his research and prepares a presentation for the CEO and president of the big chemical company. He gives his presentation to, and to his slight surprise, it is very well received, and he's given an offer to work on the research team. Much to the joy of Stan, they are already in full development mode on a new project focusing on arachnids. The CEO tells Stan they're going to have a hell of a time as partners. And given his new discoveries for human and animal enhancements alike, that CEO's name? Norman Osborn. And that's your new canon in the Marvel Comics. During that whole thing. What were you thinking? Norman! (laughs) You caught on pretty quick. But, uh, yeah. uh, Christian was giving chest compressions. Yeah, so Oscorp. Stan, in this movie, is one of the founders of Oscorp. And uh, it has other connections to Spider-Man in this movie as well. We'll find out later. No, but as you could tell from the last one I did, I took heavy elements... From comics, I did research on all this and how stuff came to be, and I just inserted my own story. Okay. So, yeah, after he meets Larry King, aka Stan Lee, aka Stan Lee, <laughs> allow Stan Lee to introduce Stan Lee. Tony, <laughs> Tony meets Marshall, who is a process server, uh, who, who with a subpoena, so he has to appear in court, and th- she's played by. Oh, yeah. Hey, she come with the car? <laughs> Who is she played by? It's a new model. Big name. At, I mean, I she's a bigger know. name now. I didn't know I that have she to was know. that big. I don't think she was at this time. I didn't know she that was she still became a name. that big. She was still a name. She was in We Are Marshall as the main female. Uh, Love I have to, I have to tell. Oh, she was also in Fan Stick. Oh. She was What's-Her-Face. What if she played the same... Was she the Invisible Woman? Yeah. Played by Kate Mara. That's her name. Kate Mara? That's her? Yeah, that was her. Does she have a sister? No, that's Rooney? her. It was her. Oh, no, I don't think so. Maybe. Look it up. Hmm. I'll but look it up her. after the show. She plays Marshall in this one. Huh. So we're, we skip ahead to the I court doubt case. I that's her name. In the movie. It's Marshall. That's what she calls herself. It's her name, Marshall. Marsha? Marshall. Martha? Marshall. <laughs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> so they're at the court case. Senator Stern played by, what's his face? Gary. Gary Shandling. Who recently passed. Mm-hmm. But great performance as the senator here. And he's questioning Tony about his suits and how they're weapons. And Tony's like, they're not weapons. He's like, they definitely are weapons and other people are making them. And then Justin Hammer comes in and gives a little speech. Why is he there? Just to say like he wants... Because he, Justin Hammer... Because he's a subcontractor. Is a, a weapons guy. Yeah. And he wants to weaponize suits and stuff. Justin so they're Hammer's trying to a take, subcontractor with the U.S. government. Okay, yeah. So the they, they're trying to take the suits away. And so they, they're like, other countries, have they're making these suits. And then Tony hacks into the system and he's like, are they? They kind of are, but as you can see yeah, from these presentations, the footage, like, they're falling apart. And then Hammer... Even made one a drone that fell apart, and he's like, "Yeah, I'd say, um, 
other countries are 10 years away, Hammer, 15. So he kind of a little dig at Hammer. But then, yeah, Rhodey is in, and he's there just to read yeah. an excerpt from how Iron he's Man could be a threat. He's being used by the senator to yeah. against Tony, basically. And Rhodey got some huge major plastic surgery because he looks a lot like Don Cheadle in this movie. So he's he's hey. a little different. Yeah? It's called being a badass. <laughs> okay. Moving right along. Tony... I already said this. He I really love the that other, sequence, by the way. The the when, court, that, the, court <clears throat> the, whole, the the congressional hearing. Oh yeah, because it's so it's it's realistic yet at the same time totally, <laughs> totally exaggerated, realistic. totally exaggerated. Like you don't hear senators say "fuck you, buddy," yeah, "fuck <laughs> you." Like <laughs> you do if you're real pissed at them. I try to play ball with these ass clowns. You, Mr. And Tony's half there anyway. He's looking at Pepper and just being goofy, and he's well, confident in his, his stuff. He's like, it's not a weapon. I brought peace, and we're good. I am Iron Man. This is one of the another conflict in the film. There's like two conflicts going on: the vendetta from Ivan and his father against the Starks, and then uh, the U.S. government wanting to seize uh, Tony's technology. Well, yeah, and then you have the big feud between, you know, the Starks and the. The Lannisters oh, yeah. and, and all the yeah. other families. And oh yeah, it's a whole big. It's thing. a it's a big Game of Thrones, Spencer. Yeah, and then it's you crazy. got the Rogerses, you know, the, the the Carters. They're feuding with the Starks, and then you get, you know, the twi- uh, the. And nothing. then there's so many characters you can't even remember. Oh, there's them so and... many characters in Iron Man of Thrones, Iron Throne of Games of Throne. So Tony, <laughs> he refuses to hand over the suits. He's like, they're mine. I'm not. They're, other countries are so far behind. And Ivan is watching this okay, from you, Russia, and he's like, oh, are we far behind? And he has almost perfected yeah. his little shock whip things with the arc reactor, and he tries it out and destroys his TV. His villain name is never said, but he's Whiplash. That's who he becomes. They never call him Whiplash, they do don't. they? Not in here, no. Which is weird, because they didn't even mention it like they did with Ironmonger. That would have been funny. Like, yo, I was driving so fast it gave me whiplash. And then he's like, that's a good name. Good name, man. Very good name, man. I'm whiplash. So we learn that Tony's arc reactor is slowly killing him, and that's why his blood toxicity the level palladium, is so high. I think what is happening? The palladium he's using is leaking into his bloodstream? Oh, yeah, because he takes out his... He takes out... The arc core. The, the arc core, And it's core. fried, and it's steaming, and he's going through a lot of them. And it's killing him. And he and Jarvis are trying to work on finding a different element to put in the arc reactor to help. And Jarvis mm-hmm. is like, "We've there isn't any more." I, I kind of wanted to see a sequence of him trying out different elements, and having him instead of having Jarvis fart out a line of exposition. Yeah, but we didn't have time. But for it's that. really not that big of a deal. I don't know. There aren't any more. That's the whole barrel of elements. Uh, yeah, so Rex has a cameo in this. But uh, Pepper lectures Tony on the business side of things and just how how thing, they need to be doing this and that. And then Tony's like, hey, would you shut up? I'm trying to I'm trying to make you CEO. I'm, you're, why don't you do it? You do it because you know everything. You know, he, sa- what a, he tells her he's pouring her a drink. You know, I've been looking for someone for a long time. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's you. It's always been you. That's significant, by the he way. He trusts her. Oh, yes. He does trust her, and she it does probably know more about the business side than he does because of how he is. But it's also because internally he knows he's dying, so he has to find somebody to take over. So it's also that. He has that inside, and he's 
he he makes her CEO. Back to Ivan, and he receives a passport to come to the Grand Prix big race. So that's that. He just gets a from the black market. Yeah. And now, one of the problems we enter a a problematic scene for me because I just feel like it's uh, Natasha Romanoff, Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow is introduced here, and it would have been it's fine that she's introduced, but the part that I always thought was weird was just how the scene starts with Happy giving Tony a self-defense lesson, like in the boxing ring. Uh And then she comes in, and she has like a skirt on and high heels, and he's like, hey, Happy, give her a lesson. And she just, like, what? You didn't even, you just met this woman who was like going to be Pepper's assistant or something? It's very strange. And then he's just like, yeah, give her a lesson. It's very strange. And she's, this is only to show that she has some sort of fighting ability. It's just a forced way to do it. They should have waited until the very end. It was end. really like why weirdly written in, wasn't and it? And why would she agree to this? Like, okay, yeah, I'll step in the ring in my dress. What? Well, it's what's even weirder is that Tony just does it and prompts Happy's her, just like, hey, yeah. come here, basically. Come here. Yeah, and then so just weird. stares at her. What? Happy Giver lesson, and it's just it's why. It's the weirdest scene in any movie in the entire MCU. It it's is a little so strange. weird. But this but, gives us an opportunity to see Tony and Pepper in their fantastic chemistry again. Like they do Gwyneth have, Paltrow and RDJ have fantastic yes, they do. chemistry. You know who doesn't? It's even better than the last. Well, it's about on par, but. Natasha and Happy, they don't. Not yet. Well, they never will. This, that's know. going nowhere. It's so weird. It's so weird. But, but anyway, there. Yeah, there. Yeah. She's like, what? What is her? Why is she brought in initially? Like, what is she? Legal. Undercover as legal. Okay. <laughs> but also like an assistant because they follow him Le- around. Where are you from? Legal. Yeah. It's just it's weird. So now we're we're to the Grand Prix, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the Grand Prix is the big race. It's what what are those cars called? Uh, uh, Indy. Yeah, indie cars. Indie cars. These sweet, awesome cars. Formula One. Formula There's One. That's word. what yes, it is. Yes. We don't know racing. I just know other sports. Real ones. Just kidding. It's real. Racing's real. Wow. Racing's real. I said wow. I'm kidding. I said I'm kidding. We get a cameo from Elon Musk here. Mr. Musk. How are you? Congratulations on the promotion. Thank you very much. Elon, those Merlin engines are fantastic. Thank you. Good idea for an electric jet. You do. Yeah. Then we'll make it work. I wonder if that was like part of it. Like, hey, yeah, you can use my facility, but I just want a cameo. And it's a cool cameo. They do you. Oh, is that? Okay. He Yeah, he has his fingerprints all oh, over okay. this movie. But then Ham- Justin Hammer is also here. And he introduces, her, I think her name is Christine or Christina. She's the one, she's the Vanity Fair. Did we Fair. mention that he's played by Sam Rockwell and he does a oh, fantastic yeah, Sam job? He always goes, the world doesn't deserve Sam Rockwell. Because he's just no. great in whatever role he does. He's such a he chameleon. He plays this character really particularly well. I wish he'd have shown up in other As, movies. Oh, man. But he's talking to the Vanity Fair person who Tony did a, a spread on last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing a spread on me in Vanity Fair. Oh, mm-hmm. Pepper. I bet, yep, she did one on Tony last year. Yep. But the, the big she's one. The, the same, <laughs> the, the big one. The same, she's an Iron Man, what, they bone. Yeah. 
Um, but okay. yeah, Hammer Thanks and Tony are kind of they're being they're each kind of being Hammer's trying to be Tony's other. best bud. Oh yeah, he's yeah. Uh, have you ever seen Hey Arnold? Mm, yeah. This is kind of a, a good analogy. When Sid, like Arnold, saves Sid's life from having some giant fish thing fall on top of him at a restaurant or something. I don't remember that. I episode. might be misremembering it, but Sounds Sid right. then like won't leave Arnold alone. Like he keeps trying to thank him, like being his best friend and everything. Ah, it's kind of similar where you have I think that, I that he that. he hovers. That's kind of how Justin Hammer's acting. Like he's hovering and he's trying to make him sound yes. like him and Tony are best buds when they're really not. My least favorite hey, person on earth, Justin. How you Hammer. doing? And he tries to personality mirror him, kind of like Andy Bernard does right, with Michael Scott. Right. And Michael Scott is Tony Stark, but also from The Office. It reminds me of when Michael thinks that he and Jim are really close because Jim shared a, a secret with him. So then the rest of the day, Michael is like trying right. to act like Jim, like with grape soda, and he does his hair. That's but, that's basically yeah. the idea, yeah. yeah. So... Tony checks his blood toxicity level again it's at some going point. Up. It's 53% now. So Tony is just, he does one of those when you have a midlife crisis, you buy a motorcycle. Well, instead of that, he just decides he's going to drive he's the like, car. He's like, YOLO, I'm going to drive a the Formula car. One car. Because it's sponsored by Stark Industries, so it's his car. He owns the car. Mm-hmm. And the driver's mad that he's not driving and stuff. And, and here's another part that's kind of funny. He's Iron Man, but Pepper has a problem with him driving this car cool i get like he doesn't he put his life okay yeah makes sense there's some stuff in this sequence that is a little however he's not goofy. iron man as the driver no though. he's tony so she would be nervous but it's still kind of when funny. he's in the suit she's because it's it's she's the more suit's confident. she's seen him already in the suit before. if he's just he's driving sur- in the car he survived iron monger in yeah. the suit so toner but the race is going, and it's interrupted by Ivan, who comes out, and he's whiplash now. He's got his electric whips, and he's just slicing cars in half like they're butter. And they're flipping. He causes a crash and fire, and he gets Tony's car, and Tony flips, and there's this really cool shot of him in the mirror. Uh, no, yeah, the, the mirror. The mirror. Yep, he's walking, and, yeah. And, and then you get the classic, cool guys don't look at explosions. Oh, bit. yeah, we get a couple of those. But he's walking. He does this like skip walk where he's crossing the. That always looked awkward too. Pla- <laughs> it does. I've always thought that too. I think he had trouble. It's kind of cool. Up. It is, but it just looks like he's but, doing that fake gallop like little kids do when they're like, yeah. "I'm riding a horse," and they do the one foot in front of the other <laughs> skip thing. <laughs> but uh, just yeah. imagining it is kind of making. Laugh. So uh, when Tony, when he first cuts Tony's car, wouldn't Tony's legs get cut off? No, I mean, it was that just the nose part? of it. Okay. It was. It was further. It seems like his legs would have went further down there. Mm, he I don't tucked. Know. Him. I have never been in. He tucked him. You ever seen that uh, that that magic trick where the lady gets sawed in half and yeah. she's in the box? You tuck your legs. Okay. It's magic. Tony knows that. But another part that just bad. It just it gets me every time. Is when about eighty miles per hour, full speed, Happy and Pepper come in. That part and they that's smash kinda him. They and smash Ivan into a fence. Yeah, nothing doesn't happens. hurt him. Doesn't break doesn't his back. Doesn't break his legs. And no leg s- damage after ramming right. into the vehicle. And you can say what you want. He has the suit on, but it's not protecting his legs and his back. That would still hurt him. Right. But right. it doesn't. And then he slices the car in half. And this, this is another annoying part. Tony's like, yo, give me the briefcase, because that's his suit. Give me the case, and they're just... Get out of the case! Get out of the case! Get out of the case! 
because just give him the case. Funny, because it's but supposed why? to be funny. That Toss whole th- the case. Okay, there's a couple things here. My friend, my roommate who I was watching it with was asking, he asked, well, how did Ivan know where he was going to be? Also that. Like, did he, well, I'm assuming earlier on there was some sort of fundraising event and he had prior obligation to go to this event in Monaco, this racing, this Formula One race that, oh, Tony Stark's going to be there because, oh, okay. He has a now car. Now it's coming together. Yeah, I just thought that. That's yeah. why it's coming together. So he, he has put a car two there. And two. But also, why did, uh, how did Ivan get on the pit crew get in the pit crew <laughs> right. that and is where weird. is the security i'm with I tony said. tony was even yelling that like get in the car you're the ceo federal security budget first vacation in two years <laughs> so we i do it's cool how his clothes dissolve off that though, is cool how they burn that off. is cool and when he gets carried away and he's like you're loose you're loose stuck you're loose you're loose and his yes. leg, you see his leg is all bent I weird. Know. Nothing. I, nothing. He has indestructible fucking legs. <laughs> I don't. Well, he's the real Iron Man. He is but, without the suit. I know. But but yeah, that's basically that. I mean, how? Yeah. Did, where is the security? I don't Come know. On. But I will say, this suit They up, just let him do that on the track. Yeah. After he did it to like out. two cars. And also, how about Pepper and... Uh, happy. Happy Tupperware. Happy... Uh, <laughs> Oh, let's just drive against traffic on the racetrack right. and not get in any collisions the with more... these cars that are going insanely fast and you're going against the grain. What is going... The more it's I think about this scene, it is really it's a, dumb. It's it's dumb. This scene is dumb, but I still love it. It's dumb, but it's an exciting action sequence, even how dumb oh, it is. So d- you know what? You know why I love it so much? I love the suit up. It has my favorite suit up. And the yes. Briefca- that's my favorite yes. suit. That silver suit yes. with the red. I wish it's that not my favorite. that I more. Like, there's a suit in Iron Man We only get it this one time. Like. Right. The suitcase suit up. But it's cool. He defeats awesome. him though, because he wraps his the whips around his arm, and he's, the suit's not affected by it, but only a little that bit. That part's awesome too. And he 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 see he after Ivan gets taken away, he picks up the arc reactor and he's like, "Shit, it, I okay, maybe th- he made this is what I have. Do you see this?" But he he smashes it. And I will another thing I love mm-hmm. is the sound design of the whips. Yeah. It's yeah. really mm-hmm. cool. I just, I love the sound mm-hmm. design in every, all these movies are great, but just the mixing, I just love it. I love, in terms of Iron Man, I love the, just the steel sounds. Yeah, that. Or the they anvil. Really like well. every time Iron Man yeah. gets hit, it's like an anvil song and it rings out. And, and as the, he's being taken boom. away, oh yeah. The repulsor. The Have you ever seen that kid with the ice cream? No. What? It's uh. It's, this, it's a meme. This kid with ice cream, his ice cream falls off and he starts crying and in the initial part of his cry sounds like the... Oh, yeah, I have seen that. <laughs> it does sound like that. Look it up, everybody. Look it up. It's really Make funny. fun of kids dropping their ice cream. Pause the show, look it up, or just yeah, right listen now. to it right now. So anyway. welcome back for those of you that actually paused the uh, the podcast and went and saw that video. It's funny, <laughs> isn't it? 
Email the show. No, but uh, while all this is happening and Ivan's being taken away, Hammer watches on an amusement, and he's up to something. He's up. He's he's hatching a plan. And that is the end of Act One. The end of Act One. There's a lot of a lot of good setting up going on here. I mean, I like this movie it's, overall. They really are setting up the whole father son thing, especially yeah. with Tony. And this is gonna again ring theory. This is a thing that's gonna go on and on and on until Endgame. The whole relationship between Tony and his parents, particularly his father. Oh, yeah. Why are you talking about that? I'm not spoiling it. I'm just saying Although, keep assume, an eye open I assume for people, people that who have haven't. These. Well, they probably have, but they might not have thought about how far back this goes. I don't yeah, know. Who yeah, knows? Yeah. But just the whole imagery, too, of his dad's giving a big speech at the expo on the TV, and Tony... It's so cool how they do this. It's like Tony is in the shadow of Howard Stark. Like, literally. Yes. Howard is larger than life on the screen. He's the one who created Stark Industries. And Tony's just... He's in a low place right now. His yeah. the the infection going on the with poison, the palladium. Alcohol a little the, bit. Yes, but they don't really the touch on depression Because he can't find an element yeah. to fix the problem. Yep. The device, like Jarvis says, the device that is saving your life is also killing you. And he talks later about like how he, his father never even said he loved him or he didn't even know if he liked him. Yeah. So he always thought that he didn't really care for him. But we find out it's a really cool little revelation he has later we'll get to another in this cool, act. Another cool line that Tony says is... Uh, it's not even about us. It's about legacy. It's about what we choose to leave behind for future generations. And, yeah. and that rings that rings very far. The Stark it's legacy. about legacy. What's the Stark legacy? What's the Stark family legacy? And Ivan... Wolves. We'll get in there. But, okay, wolves, okay. But just the whole, like... Getting a little political here. The U.S. government doesn't have any claim, really, to... Uh, to his suits. To his suits. No. I mean, he invented them... He doesn't have a patent on him, I assume, or does he? Ooh, probably not. So maybe they could take Because, I mean, it is. It, it, Tony's right when he says it's his private property. And True. honestly, I would have to research some, like, I don't know if, there, if there's some eminent domain law where if you invent a weapon like that, I the government know. can seize it. But They I, will I, try. Okay, though. what about if you say it like this? What if it uh, Oppenheimer invented the atomic bomb on his own? Then would would the government the have a right to seize it and have this optomic. weapon be in the hands of one man? It'd well, be the optomic bomb. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> good one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but, know the rules on that. That's a good point. I don't know how that works. I think Tony also has the idea. You know what? They're going to manufacture this suit and give it to every single infantryman out, out, there, out there. And it's just going to be another tool of war, just like my old war weapons were. what he wanted to stop just like my old industry was they're going to yeah. turn it my suit that i made to counteract that into what i fought so hard to get rid of what i dealt with yeah. in the whole last movie what i want to get away yep kind of like uh when palps wanted to weaponize anakin for the dark sign right it's just that has yeah. not a really good analogy that's actually kind of a good analogy and, yeah, and in fact going back to star wars just a little bit tiny bit he wanted to force a dyad apparently a dyad, a dyad. <laughs> There you go. He wanted to force a dyad between him and Anakin. This is what he was trying to do. Oh, oh. Force a dyad. Uh. <laughs> That's a good one. It also, is a good one. Did you notice the uh, the suit 
the the hammer in the hammer industry suit is that what it, hammer enterprises whatever yeah it's just yeah hammer when hammer tech, they were doing their industries. test flight or whatever with the suit and it like twisted back oh yeah and you hear that that guy that guy scream yeah but he there's a die. guy he didn't die and i like how hammer's like oh that guy didn't die by the way he's okay Which is weird. he should have it's uh did around. you see that it the suit should have busted his back the suit like twisted 180 and you my hear back this, is broken i my broke back. my back my back spinal spider-man yes that too but you ever seen that mike tyson clip i broke my back what do you mean by that? You my broke back. Is broken. What uh, a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? Spinal. <laughs> but yeah, so Mike Tyson, everybody. <laughs> Mike Tyson. <laughs> then that's what. That's Mike Tyson, actually, everybody. That's actual audio from the guy in the suit. Dude, there, there's a funny line. <laughs> there's a couple funny lines when uh, Pepper's sick. Remember oh, yeah, that Pepper's sick, yeah, sick and he says, uh, "I need you to wear a surgical mask <laughs> until you're feeling better." Is that okay? That's rude. Who would have known we've been doing we've been doing <laughs> this episode during this uh, COVID? He was way ahead of year his of time. the COVID here. Year of the vid. Um, I don't Marone. care about the liberal agenda anymore. That kind of made me laugh. So Tony Stark is a Republican. I. I don't think he's either or, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, he probably he's his own. I he's think own he's thing. a Starkian. <laughs> Although, he's the one later that wants to, and well, in the comics. So this isn't spoilers for later movies, kind of. But in the comics, he's the one that wants to sign the things the to Sokovia Accords. Or yeah, so the he's, civil rights law. He's that, pro-government. Yeah. So really, what is he? He's his own thing. It doesn't well, matter. We'll different. cover that movie in a couple of years. Okay. We'll anyway. talk about... Oh, yeah, that's going to be a huge yeah, thing, We're too, not going to talk anything about to, it right now. ...to discuss, but... Yeah. But uh, you yeah. want to you wanna get into Act 2? They're, yeah, they're just yeah. setting up some great subtext Dynamics. here with the father and son idea, especially yes. between Ivan and... And, uh, and Ant Anton? What's his dad? Anton and Ivan. Is it Anton? Anton. Anton Venko. Or is it Ant... It's Ant... Anton. It is, but it's yeah. Anton. Okay. Just like uh. Okay. Oh, what's his name? Hold on. Don't I, say anything. Just like Scott Lang's uh pet ant. Anthony. It's Anthony. What do you mean? That's what it is. Well, he calls him Anton, and then it's like no, and then oh, calls him yeah. Anthony. Dude, we're not to that. I'm sorry. I'm cutting it out. Hold Ant on. Man, by the way, one of my favorite MC movies. goes to visit Ivan in prison and uh, Ivan's just sitting there with his shirt off all tatted up. He's almost naked. Almost naked. He just has some like boxer briefs on and Tony's just like yeah that suit you gotta that was pretty good. That You're frame is kind of cool though. Yeah when he's walking behind him. Yeah. And Making Tony look in the more powerful And they're just position. talking and he's like yeah you didn't kill me or whatever and, and Ivan's like well that was never my intention it was just to kind of show you up, show you that your technology can be made. And he has this great line, and this one comes back way, way later in the oh. MCU. Oh! If you can make God bleed, 
the people would cease to believe in him. His whole thing wasn't to kill him there. I mean, maybe it was, but since he didn't, it was just like, Hey, I didn't hey, kill you. I was showing you that you're vulnerable. But I made vulnerable. you look weak. Exactly. So people are going to start to lose faith What you in said it. in the uh, con congressional hearing the other day, it's not true. I mm -hmm. have an arc reactor too. Yep. So that just proves. So Tony's thinking, shoot. Mm -hmm. What this is this is rough. Uh, the world knows that the tech exists elsewhere because uh -huh. of Vanko. Uh huh. And he just kind of wants to make a mockery of Stark because we find out his Tony Stark's dad took ideas from Ivan's dad. Ivan, I think Anton and Howard worked together on the arc reactor design. Yes. And then Howard took all the credit because I or a Anton it comes in later went, in the story. Yeah, he he went off on a kind of on his own and got to prison or whatever. But as he's walking out, uh, it's funny because Tony does have sort of a I'm indestructible. Yes, he does. And what's the he's kind of got called? a god complex in this. What's sense? the element called in his arc reactor? Palladium. Yeah, you. We find out Ivan knows. He's like figured it out doing research on his, his own arc reactors, I guess, because as Tony's leaving, he goes, oh, Tony, uh, palladium... Uh, painful is way a, to die. Yeah, painful way to die. And he Tony's like, stops for a second, like, oh, he, know, like, he, he knows things. He knows Does how it, this is working. He also says you cannot escape the Stark legacy. Who, Ivan does? Ivan does, I believe. What does and he then, mean by that? Or I don't know if he says the exact line, but then Tony just constantly... Like, deflects. Yes, because like, he's just thinking, that. He ah, you didn't kill me. It. You didn't kill me. And like, like, Ivan's kind of, he's kind of right in that sense. The, the, the legacy of the Starks right. with Stark Industries and what yeah. they did and what how they kind of screwed his family over a little bit. Mm -hmm. So he's got this vendetta. That's Tony. Per, and it's, the good thing about this conflict is that it's personal. Uh, yes. It's personal. As most of these are. Tony makes a lot of enemies throughout all these movies. He's kind of like the main guy that people mm -hmm. are after. But so he, he does, he leaves. He's a changed man, but the he stuff he did in his past is coming back. Or not even his past, his family's past his family's is coming past, back yeah. to haunt him. Yep. And so Tony and Pepper are on and a he's plane trying to back, rectify the situation. back to, to the States. And Tony's Very touching like, scene. It is, because he's like, hey, let's just go. Let's go on a getaway. Let's just go. Because, again, he Let's go to knows, Ciprioni. She does Venice. not know, but he knows that he's dying right now. So he just wants to do things with her, right? And just spend time with her, essentially, because he's struggling with not doing things mm -hmm. before he dies. I love the music here. I don't remember the like, music. Like, it's just this light, kind of a little drone, like sentimental droning. A hammer drone! Going... <laughs> Air Force. Okay. I hate that scene. Uh, I like that scene. We'll, but anyway, we'll get to that scene later. Yeah, Pepper. If you look at Pepper's face, beautiful. She looks. What were you gonna say? She looks like. Ah man, I can't say it without spoiling it. So don't. I'm not gonna say. But it. she, she's she like. Looks we can't like do that. There's a lot. Someone in their future. Do. In their future, down the line. Oh, okay. I'll have to rewatch that, knowing that. But then we get uh, Ivan gets broken out. He gets he, uh, he a decoy. Out like knives? No. no. <laughs> yes, he's like somebody get me broken out the knives, and then somebody his you turn it into body Arnold double now too. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know body double, but he gets a body <laughs> double with the same prisoner number. So he's putting two and two together. He's like, oh, so At I'm first, gonna I'm gonna escape. I thought with the, the scene mashed was kind of pointless. 
But it's not because he has to get out. No, but they need a the, body. They need a body. I felt like they were spelling it out too much to the audience what was going on with That's this okay body with double. Me. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Because he literally like they, points at mm-hmm. yeah. He, mm-hmm. he looks at his prisoner number and then and it shows the other it, prisoner number. And the guy's like, "What?" It's like I can read between the lines, so but I think it's more for the guy he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, until they see the numbers. But anyway, Ivan gets his there. food, and the note says, "Enjoy the potatoes or something." Mm-hmm. And the potatoes is a bomb. So he beats the guy up, takes the unlocks the thing, sets the bomb off. Walks, snaps a guard's neck, and walks away from an explosion. He gets taken with a bag over his head and kidnapped. And he gets taken to the hammer facility in this really nice, like, all white little And that's Elon Musk's hangar, isn't it? Yep. Okay. This little airplane hammer. Hangar. Hammer. Hangar. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Justin Hammer time. And and Hammer is just he's eating. I'm surprised they didn't make that joke in this movie. Oh, you'd think. Oh, you know what he should have done when he started the Stark Expo later in the film. Stop! Hammer time. You know it's Hammer time now or something. That yeah. should have been his theme song. <laughs> that would have been so. Well, when Justin he dances Hammer. out, he should have been doing the Hammer time dance. That's so. That's such a cringy scene because oh, he's on. fully trying to be like. T- I we'll talk about him when we get to it. Um, he's and, a cheap imitation. Yeah, and uh, so Ivan's confused. Like what? And then Hammer's like, yo, dude, sit down, being nice to him, trying to trying he to, plays to woo the, him. He plays the schmoozing brown noser so yeah. well. Sam he does. He's does. really good at it. And, and he's, he's overly done tan. Mm-hmm. Like, And he's sitting at a table and he's eating and he's like, what do you want to eat? You want something to eat? We got anything you want. I I personally, I'm eating my dessert first. I like eating dessert first. Uh, what, what do you shut want? up. No, he doesn't. He just keeps <laughs> talking. And Ivan's just like, he doesn't say anything because he doesn't know what's going on. So Butler brings him some food. Yeah, this Butler's terrified, by the way. If yeah. you look back at the scene, he's like shivering. Or what's the... Shivering? He's not cold. <laughs> he's trembling Sir, because he's scared. It is freezing in here. Can you turn it up? <laughs> he's from Russia. We have to make him feel comfortable. It's cold there. Do you want him? Do you want to recruit him? Hey, that him? might be a reason. Maybe. Because he's You're trying so hard so to hard. appeal. I'm surprised he didn't give him borscht for dessert. Oh, is that a Russian thing? That's story? a Russian thing. Oh. Yes. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Hopefully Maybe. Not, I don't know. But then you know uh, what he, he says gotta do? something. You got to go after his legacy. I like yeah, that. Hammer says that to Ivan. And then Ivan says something in, in, in Russian, and then Hammer's like, were you understanding anything I said? Do you speak? I just go and blab and blab and blab. And I like how he's, I don't uh, speak. Do you, should we get a, an interpreter? A Russian, do you understand? Do you know what I'm saying? And he's blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but then, and then Ivan tells he's a very good man. Oh, very good, man. All ah, right. So he wants a... He wa- Tony, just, Hammer is wooing him, too, because he wants him to make weapons. He wants him to make uh, Iron Man suits. He wants suits him to make an Iron Man suit that will... For him, an army of right, Iron Man suits. To compete against Tony. And then Ivan's like, well... Even in that, he's trying to copy Tony. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Good and writing. And he's just like... I want my bird. Uh, you want a bird? You... You, can we can we get? Uh, I can like we get how him a Ivan bird? turns dead serious. Yeah. When I want my bird. <laughs> it's, yeah, I'll get you a bird. No, I'll get you a bird. So then it goes back to look. We got you, buddy. No, yeah. So Tony is doing some homework on Anton Benko, and he and Ivan were oh. physicists ah. who kind of do their own thing, and they're working together. But so kind of Ivan was just to get yeah working with friends in low places, as uh-huh. Tony said earlier. Old Garth Brooks. I got friends in low places. 
What? But that Rhodey comes and pays a visit to Tony, and um, he's telling him, yo, the government wants to take your suits. But he's talking to him, and Tony's like... On that, I can agree with you with. No, agree with you with. Agree with me. Agree on. with you. I can agree with you on... I Terrence just Howard piss might... my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence <laughs> Howard, I think, fills out the, the airman suit. Yeah, the see? airman outfit better. I... Mm-hmm. But Don... And he's more like stoic army man, military. And I don't mean nothing against Don Cheadle. No, he's great. He's great. He is. He's great. But he's talking, and Tony is in a bad place. He's depressed. He's probably drunk, and he's just not doing well. He's dying. And so he kind of stumbles him. over. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. What? <laughs> so, so he like he falls down, and Rhodey helps him. He's like, whoa, 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 easy, easy, and stuff. And like that's just kind of it. And no, I he guess. takes. He's like, take me over to the desk, and he yeah, explains he to him the him? situation with the palladium. Oh yeah, he's like, it's, it's not supposed to be smoking like this. So he he tells Rhodey what's up. So now back to Hammer. It's weird that all this time Rhodey. It's so weird that their relationship in this movie, Rhodey and and Tony's. Wait, why is because it Rhodey's kind of working against him, but he's being forced to do it. But at the same time. Yeah. He does it anyway for either the benefit of himself or the military. He does it because it's his job. Like the military is his job. So I guess you could say he's putting his country before his friendship in that sense. But he's not really. He's not. I'm not. He does for a little bit, but think of it that way in subtext wise. Yeah, but we're we're going back to Hammer now. It's more important that he gets the technology and. Because he doesn't want to lose monopolized by Tony. Right. Basically. Yeah, no, he, he gets it. He's a military guy. But the, so back to, to Hammer, and he's showing Discipline Ivan his suits. Okay. There you go. So Hammer's showing Ivan oh, the suits, and hilarious. Ivan just kind of <laughs> makes himself at home with his toothpick, and he walks up on the... Can we get some uh, encrypted passcodes? Can we get, can we get some encrypted passcodes? Yeah, those, uh, those encrypted passcodes, yeah. Yeah, yeah he doesn't know what he's talking about. Your software is shit. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Ivan is criticizing his software, and he takes the head off of one of the the suits, right? And he's kind of looking at it, and he, he kind of like breaks it apart. And Hammer's like, oh, oh, oh. like, oh, what's uh, is it? What's, yeah, go ahead, take a look. Yeah, okay, yeah, he's go ahead. He's such a pushover. A, yeah, Hammer is. He, yeah, it's he just funny. lets Ivan do whatever he wants. I yeah, uh, that's that's about it's about three million a suit. Uh, yeah, go ahead, take a look at it or whatever. Go ahead, take a look. What do you think? And he does some little computing, and he, I want to make Tony's Iron Man look like a, like an antique. Yeah, and Ivan assures him, like, yeah, I can do that. We're in good hands. This is perfect. It's also perfect for me because now state I can now. also get him. He's all <laughs> <in> good hands. <laughs> yeah, that's all state Stan. That's Ivan Stan. <laughs> so back to Tony, and Such he's a dumb joke. I'm sorry. I liked it. Tony's hosting a birthday because oh, he talks to Natasha. Or we don't Natalie. know her name yet. Yeah, Natalie. And she, Cat's out of the bag yeah, now. It was out of the bag way before. Can you but s- he was C-A-T. What's that spell? <laughs> Dig. Oh, wait. Nope, it's cat. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking to Natalie Natasha Black Widow. He's like, what would you do on if, it was, if you knew it was your last birthday ever? And she was like, I would do what I want. And he goes, okay. So he's hosting this party, and he's drunk, and he has the Iron Man suit on, and everybody's over. Mm. And he's DJing and just making a, just making fun of it. He's just having a good time because he thinks he's dying. And this is going to be his last birthday, so he's going out with a bang. 
But then Pepper's concerned. She tries to stop, and he goes, you know what? The party is over. But then again, the party was over me for me like two hours ago. But the after party is starting right now. And he's blowing up fruits. And did you catch the reference? I think she wants the Gallagher! Like the comedian Gallagher. He always smashed fruits oh, I with didn't, a big hammer I didn't on stage. That, he blew up a watermelon. Honest. That was Gallagher's That's big, cool. big thing is he smashed watermelons and it got That's on good. the crowd. I saw him, sidebar, Gallagher the comedian. Oh. He came to a couple times. Like It used to be a yearly thing. Uh, the Ionia, little rinky-dink Ionia movie theater to do a show. Really? Like several years in a is row. Is he from... No. Around? No, he was kind of a, like he had TV specials. You know Gallagher, right? No. I'm you sorry. You really don't know the guy that smashes fruit. That's no. what he's known for. He's a comedian. No. And he smashes fruit and stuff on How stage. How many times And do it I have splashes to say on it? the crowd. Look him up. But yeah, no, I met him and he was much older at the, when, when I met him. And I got a picture with him and it was cool. Like he was just there in Ionia and he did a show and he was really funny. And I remember because they're like, How long do they? Somebody asked like how long the shows usually go and his like manager or whatever was like well it depends on how much fun he's having and how good the crowd is like sometimes he'll go for like hours if he's having fun so it's up to the audience to and he was having a good time it was a really fun show but anyway Gallagher she wants the Gallagher and he blows up a watermelon call me Hammer because I haven't shut up for the last five minutes she's coming on Rody comes in and he's trying to stop the trying to stop Tony but he goes down and this is his time he goes and gets it's next time it's next time baby and he gets the silver suit oh yeah and he's like alright I'm only gonna say this once get out not very in- I'm, no he's not very intimidating seems like Terrence, trying to be a badass but he's just not like feeling like big man on campus and that's where Terrence Howard was much more of a presence Intimidating I don't know. Than his line in the last movie was kind of corny for me. No, but just his presence is so much more like intimidating. Well, but it's okay. It's whatever. Don apparently, he couldn't move his arm. He couldn't touch his head in the suit. I read on Wikipedia. Oh, probably. His not. suit was actually made out of metal. Know, metal. Oh, what? And he couldn't reach. Uh, he couldn't reach his arms up. That's kind of like a bodybuilder. That's funny. In a sense. But he tries to stop the party. Everybody leaves. He is now War Machine. That. That's what his character is in the comics, War Machine. Yeah, and Tony, and Tony says it. They do do the thing where they mention a name of a character, but kind of, it's you know, like, a hero. We're, we're ironmongers. It's a parallel. Uh, Red theory. It no. is. <laughs> that, that would be an abomination. Oh, you want to be the War Machine. They call him by their name. We're ironmongers, Tony. Yeah, same idea here, and I really like that, how he says that. You want to be the War Machine? Take your shot. Put it down. Mm-hmm. And they're fighting, like fighting, fighting. And then they get to the point where they're evenly matched in the suits. You can tell Rhodey's not used to the suit because he's never been in it. Because he's trying to fly. He's, yeah, try- he's, he's trying to be cool again, and he's, like, wobbling yeah. with his arms, with the re- repulsor. And the repulsors, like, they both shoot him at the same time, and they connect, and it causes this big explosion. Remember yeah. that. Yep. But then War Machine's like, ugh. And he leaves Tony, and he flies off, and he goes to the Air Force base with the suit, and he's like, I got the suit. Let's weaponize it. And Tony's just left. And we the next the next morning. I think Tony. Yeah, the next morning. Go ahead. I'm sorry. The next morning, Tony's just chilling with sunglasses on, hungover. He has the suit on, but not the mask, and he's in this giant donut, eating a donut, and just chilling. And that's that's a funny cut. Like the music is like this comedic. Uh, it's funny, and he's in yeah. like you know he's in the suit, like you just said, eating the donut. 
And then Nick Fury comes up and he's like, Hell, something, 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 I'm Nick Fury. Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to exit the donut. Oh, yeah, because he has to talk to him. And then this uh, is excuse when... Excuse me? Who are you? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, for... Yeah. Here, yeah, okay. So, right, back on you, right? <laughs> what what are you doing? Know. I don't know. I'm there... <laughs> <laughs> it's late, dude. It's not. It's okay, so he said. No, this he, is they when call it's him revealed. Out. They call Tony out. This is okay. This is when who's revealed? Go ahead. Black Widow, Romanoff, Black Widow. Natasha yeah. Romanoff, and he's like, "Well, you're fired." He's like, "He let your friend you. kick your ass and take your suit." No, I love this line. It's uh, he. What he says? Whoa, whoa, whoa! What? No, he took it. You're Iron Man, and he just took it. The little brother walked in there, kicked your ass, and took your suit. Is that possible? I right. love how, like, I love that line. Mm -hmm. It's very You're giving funny. away all your stuff. You're letting... <laughs> I, he took it. Oh. But and he... And she's like, oh, uh, there's many redundancies in the system that wouldn't allow for something like that to happen, basically. Yeah. And you can hear that, and it, once you know this, you can tell in the last scene he wasn't, he wasn't, like, taunting Rhodey at the time. He was being earnest about it. He was yeah. te actually telling him to take it. He was like, go on. You want to be the war machine? Take it. Go, take it. Oh, he was I telling didn't... him to take it. You think you got what it takes to wear that suit? We don't have to do this, Tony. You want to be the war machine? Take your shot. Put it down. You going to take a shot? Put it down. No. Drop it, Tony. Take it. I didn't connect that. So why did he repulse her then? I don't know. Maybe it was a test. I don't know. He was drunk. That wouldn't that have been funny? That's the same when he's given Pepper the CEO position, where he's like, "What I'm trying to tell you, it's, you're the war machine. I'm making you the war machine. Take the suit. Take the suit. No, <laughs> rescue. No, rescue. Oh, yeah. No, I got you. I got you. I got you. So yeah, Nick Fury and Agent Romanoff, Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow, they're a part of Shield together. She was undercover as his whatever, getting intel on him. And they're like, hey, you need to make this new element because we need you for because we're building a team. Mm -hmm. And that's a pretty high-tech crossword puzzle on your neck. You need to fix yourself. So they give him a shot of something. And he's like, that works. Like That's only that's only going to work temporary. Your father left all this research like a booster, to you. Yeah. You need to figure it out. Do your homework. You're not allowed to leave. Agent Coulson's going to be here. And just, we're leaving. We have something to check out. So do your homework. And Tony's just like, what? I don't know what this is. But he's left with all oh, his, his father's He's research. talking to him about what Anton did. Yeah. Basically, Anton wanted to use the arc reactor technology to make millions, just to get rich. Why make millions when we can make billions? <laughs> arc reactor. <laughs> yeah, so then Tony does the pinky thing with his mouth. Yeah. It's very cute. <laughs> oh, and don't forget. Don't forget. I got my eye on you. Ah, I love that line. And then Tony just... <laughs> He just chills there in the donut shop. Listen, uh, I'm going to need you to go down to Starbucks and uh, get me a, get me a drink and uh, some lunch. And she essentially, she's like, I don't, that's not. Eric Coulson's like, we're not here to do that. Oh, yeah, Agent Coulson's in this. Coulson's kind of, do you notice he's kind of wobbly when he talked? When he yeah, talked? He, in he the, has, when he spoke to he Tony? He has unique mannerisms. He's like, and I will watch. I will watch over. I will watch Super Nanny over your body. Over oh blah, blah. yeah, I'll tase you or watch while you're yeah. I'll tase spitting you. or drooling. Yeah. yeah. Um. So back to before we get to that part, back to Hammer, and he's giving his weapons demo for 
Rhodey. Oh yeah, because Rhodey at before took it to the the Air Force or whatever. Yeah. Took it to the military. And they want to weaponize him. the war machine mm-hmm. suit. And he's going through all these. That guns. major's very toned down. He from is the first toned movie. down. That you got a shot, you take it. And you know, that's the same guy. I don't own. So is he an insubordinate? Oh. Not an insubordinate. He's a uh, lower rank than Rhodey. Possibly. Because in the last movie, it seemed like he may have been. Well, no, because remember, Rhodey overruled him in that movie because he, he was like, take oh, the shot. He's like, no, gotcha. not take the shot. Gotcha. So he is lower. Duh. But so he's given all these weapons. And one thing that bothers me, and this is a small thing, and it's something that I don't own guns. I don't care if you own guns. Right. But one thing I do know about guns is uh, I think what's the term? Um, Trigger discipline. That's like when you're holding a gun, you have your finger off the trigger. Like it's, you have it on the side. It's not on the trigger. You never have it on Mm -hmm. there. And ever since I learned that through the D.A.R.E. program, when the cop came in and told us that, anything that's even remotely shaped like a gun, I automatically do that. A spray bottle of Windex, when I'm carrying it around, my hand, it's it's trigger discipline. Everything. It's just, it's ingrained in me. So I caught that. When he's giving him the, the guns, he's going through all the guns. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple shots where his finger is on the trigger, and I was just like, he did not do his research or something, or that's intentional to show that he sucks. I don't know, but it really bothered me. So then Rhodey... I think it, it could be both. <clears throat> could be both. I think it's just not attention to detail, and they didn't catch it. But um, then he gets to the final... Uh, oh, yeah. The, my masterpiece. This is my Eiffel Tower. This is my Rachmaninoff's third, my Pieta. It's completely elegant. It's bafflingly beautiful. And it's capable of reducing the population of any standing structure to zero. I call it the ex-wife. And then he goes, "All right, you, you got to give me something. What do you? you I, I can't read you." Like, and then Rhodey's like, "I think I'll take it." And then he goes, "Which one? All of it." You know, the funny thing is, my friend, uh, my roommate, who I was watching with again, uh, he mentioned, "Why is he showing all this shit?" To the military, because they asked they know him to. what it is. They know what an FN two thousand is. Yeah, I know, but that's part of they his, know like, what a ego. grenade launcher. And that's why, why they're just wasting like, time standing there. And it's for the audience to too, like going off on all these like big. But that's kind guns. of that is kind of an oversight. But that's Hammer. That's what he does. If he can have the He's spotlight a for a minute, yeah. I wrote he he is. A, that's what he is. He He's tries an exaggerated. To be He's an exaggerated dime store Tony Stark. But without the genius. And then Rhodey's like, um, can, or J- Rhodey, he wants it all. And then he goes, you know, you know, <laughs> Hammer, Tony built this stuff in a cave with scraps. <laughs> with a box of scraps. <laughs> Tony Stark, box of s- cave. He did. Scraps. <laughs> Tony Stark built a cave with a box of missiles. (laughs) Or no, wait, that's not it. You can get a good look at a missile by sticking your head up a cannon, but it's got to be your bull. If I want your weapons... (laughs) I saw that somewhere. We went off Where they turned the line around to comedic effect. What? The The, the the, cave? Tony Stark built this in a box of scraps. In a... You're with a cave. You're going to have to show me. You want to show me right now before no, we forget? Okay, no. show me later. So uh, back to... Uh, so when th- we're going back to Tony. And he's, he's watching he's his watching dad's the home tapes. Videos. Yep. 
and it's his dad talking about his the Stark Expo and what he's building. Is there a significance to the date on the slate? Because the date is four fifteen seventy three. Maybe. And the director is Barney Balkoff, and the camera is Johnny. I did not Lebatique. look that close. I wonder. I I, I should have looked those up before the show. I don't remember. Come on, I do man. remember. I wrote. I really love the music here in this scene because it's kind of like this noir. Yeah, that, and it builds similar, up as yeah. Tony's like realizing there's more to like the Stark Expo than what's meeting the eye. And this is when Tony or Howard he keeps like having forgetting his lines in this video, and then he just kind of he's like, and now Tony, I'm talking directly to you now. You're you're too young right. This is for when you're older. This is all for you. Like this whole thing is for you and blah blah blah. You are my greatest creation. Then Tony's like, Oh, he did love me. This is great. So then Tony realizes there's more to the layout of like the Stark Expo mm-hmm. than what he thinks. But so he he's doing a bunch of He kind of sets it re- to the side for now. Oh and yeah. Then he goes does. and visits Pepper. But I love during that is ah, Oh, sorry. I'm running out of steam. Sorry. Recharge. Recharge we don't all run on batteries, Tony, right? <laughs> but that's what Pepper said earlier. Does he do any uh, projection stuff yet? No. Okay. Not yet. Oh, but that's right. That's right. While he's doing the projection with his dad, but yes. that's different. That, that's he watches it. And and me and I, Howard Stark, would like to show you that, that one funny part. My ass. Yeah. <laughs> so from all of us at Stark Industries, I'd like to personally show you my ass. I'd like to... Little Tony messes up his thing and he gets mad at him. But yeah, the I'd like to show you because he forgets his line, so he just goes, My ass. Yeah. <laughs> he turns around and is about to pull his pants. <laughs> but Tony, yeah, Tony's watching. Tony, them. get what are you doing? Put that back. And he calls on their maid to come and get him. So I then, think it's interesting how forcefully he tells Tony to put him back. How yeah. to put the thing back because he knows how important it is that it stays mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. For the future, mm-hmm. and you're I, getting there. But when we go, I'm making to, that connection right oh, now. Oh, when we go to, uh, and there's a big problem I have with the whole Howard Stark hiding this stuff. That's kind of annoying. But he was saving it for later. The Pepper meeting when he picks up the the strawberries. Yeah. Um. Let me. I'll. There's a funny on his way to. He yeah. goes to see Pepper, and he stops at this roadside. This guy selling strawberries, and the right. guy goes, "Are you Iron Man?" And he goes, sometimes. And then as he's driving to go, he's, we believe in you. <laughs> Love that line. <laughs> but I don't, question. I don't, I don't like people handing me things. Yeah, just, just set, set it in the seat. Question. What's the, what's the strawberry symbolize? She's allergic. Like, right. I know that. But why is that significant? Why does he buy them? Like, what's the point of mm. him? What is this trying to That's tell us? That's a really good question. That's something I really didn't think of. I thought it was just for comedy at the time but it could mean something because they went out of their way to say well there's one thing in the world that i'm allergic to and it's strawberries well and it's that's show- what he bought maybe like, it's to show that he knows her like even that i guess no it, i i don't know Sidebar, i think of it in a romantic way now that delicious. you say that because it's showing that hey i remembered this about you so then why would he get but okay, because it's I got cheeky. you. Yeah, you're right. I got you. It's cheeky. He's making like a joke, like, "Hey, I know." Trying to, uh huh. I got you. Those strawberries look so delicious. By the way, they did. they're perfect. And Even when he when eats he one, no. oh, that hurts my heart Dude. every time he tosses those strawberries. But he's ring, talking to Pepper. Ring theory. Yes. She's back in the office that she stuck into in the last movie. Oh, yeah, it's her and office now. And now it's now. her office now. 
full circle. She's CEO. And she's sitting at the same desk. It's awesome. And he's trying to apologize, but not really apologize. And he, another little, I like, I feel like it was improvised. Like that little uh, spinny, rotating sculpture thing. How he's just like, can we stop this? It's distracting. And she's just like, no. It's like a Ferris wheel. It's distracting. So he just moves over. And for filmmaking, that would be a really big distraction. Because in image and sound, you learn this in film school. You do. You do. Anything on screen that's moving, that's what's going to draw your attention. Oh, yeah. If something's moving on screen, your eyes are attracted to motion. So when that thing is spinning around, you might not... Some people might literally be distracted by the thing and not Mm -hmm. hear the discussion going on. It's funny how he stops it. Right now, we remember the thing. We don't remember what they said. I don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) She... I mean, I kind of do, but she kind of <laughs> dismisses him. She has to go to a meeting. But I love how after she leaves, he stops it. Like, he's still sitting there, and he just puts stuff in the way to stop it. I, said, I love his really expressions, funny. too, in the scene. Yo, like, yeah. his facial, mm-hmm. RDJ's facial acting. And he eats his strawberry on point. and then tosses them, and that makes me mad every time because they're delicious. Why not just keep I them? I think Tony's hair has never looked better than it has in this movie. Oh, really? I think it looks pretty good in other I don't know. In other movies. I do pay attention to other... Okay. So he is there in her office. She leaves. He dumps the strawberries, and then he sees the big uh, model uh, of the Stark Expo. Oh, yeah, on the way out. Yeah, and he, he like, holds his Smash hand up. Smash cut to... He's driving with him in his car. Giant boards in his yeah. convertible. Yes. In his top down. Because he realizes there's a key... In there, oh. he needs to be looking at the Stark Expo. We layout. absolutely cannot forget this. We won't. Go Our ahead. A little Bill O'Reilly moment. When Mr. Stark announced he was indeed Iron Man, he was making a promise. No, to the suit belongs we to us. We trusted that he would look out for us. Yes, but you're he not. Obviously, did not. Bert. And now we learn yes, that his it does. secretary, a woman named Virginia Pepper Potts, has been appointed as CEO of Stark Industries. What are her qualifications? No. Ms. Potts is doing nothing to manage the situation. No. Pepper Potts is a pinhead. <laughs> I just Which, it makes me laugh because it would have been funny to hear him say that those words. Even Very realistic for, for I know. how he really There's is. There's a lot of cameos. I mean, the last movie you had Kramer from Mad Money. You oh, have yeah, yeah. MSNBC in this movie, mm-hmm. the network. And Gary Fox. Shandling very convincingly yeah. playing a two-talking senator. Uh-huh. We, I mean, well, we, yeah, uh, we found out big things about right. him later, but yeah. So he leaves with the thing. He gets back and he's just like demolition, making room for. Nope, not yet. He, Tony, Tony. <laughs> oh, let me get in front of the. Hold on. You need to rewind. Yeah, Tony. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So Tony's back at Tony's house, <laughs> and he's looking over the the Stark Expo model, and he has like a projection of it. And it's cool how he lifts the projection up and moves it. I like I it. I never understood this part. Well, it's because the, the center of it it's represents the, the arc yeah. reactor. And he's getting rid of trees and stuff. Um, and then he he expands well, like the nucleus of the arc reactor and it has all these little elements and that's the key to making a new element for his arc reactor. But so I think later on him. down the road, and I kind of spoiled this for myself, we find out that it's not exactly a new element. It's not? It's not a new element. You want to know what it is? Should we just say it? I, yes. I think it's vibranium. That he puts in his... I think he synthesized it. Oh, Because I looked cool. it up. That's kind of awesome. I could be I wrong. I could be very, very wrong I'm gonna and misleading. I'm going to say you're not. I'm going to say you're not. 
You're right. That's but good. But we'll check and do a progress report. Yeah. So update, he whatever. is discovering this model holds the key to this new element. So he's doing, we got a demolition montage of him just making room for these pipes and stuff in his house. And he has this big contraption and then... What does the thing, it, what does the thing even do besides shoot a, a beam? It makes the, it has, it harnesses energy. It okay. harnesses the energy. I wonder Those if it's arc energy. Stuff. It is arc energy. That he makes a bigger arc reactor to make a smaller arc reactor, I think. But or this has a really cool thing element. where Agent Coulson comes in and he goes, How did you get this? And he holds up like a broken, not fully constructed, uh, prototype unfinished Captain America shield. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool because he's like, How did you get this? And you get this moment where you think, where the shield is going to play a really important part because Tony's like, that's it. This that's is one the of the key. best parts of the whole oh, movie. Oh, I love this part. It's so funny. Because he takes the shield and he's like, this is the key. Here. Lift the coil. Go. Go. Put your knees in it. There you go. And drop it. Drop it. Perfectly level. I'm busy. What do you want? Perfect. And now it's level. And he, the shield is made as a joke. I love it's that the, scene. It's one of the best parts. Because you think it's going to play like this big revolution. Oh my gosh, that's Captain America's shield. There's but so much just... context between the relationship between Captain, like Steve Rogers yeah. and Tony Stark that it's just. It starts so... right here. <laughs> but he. And there's, stu- and it, there's subtext with Coulson, too. Because mm-hmm. we don't find out this aspect about oh, him yeah, until later his on. His fandom. We'll talk about it when we hit the Avengers. But... <laughs> What the fuck was that? That was Avengers, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, that's how it goes. But there's a part that goes. What? How does the Horn of Plenty go again? It's like. You don't have. This will be on the quiz. Nope. My head's going to explode. No, but the Horn of Plenty, it's like. I cannot oh, do moving it. Moving on, moving on. No, I have to know. You ran out I have of chances. To know. I have to you know. You had four episodes to get it right. I ha- you, I have to know. Once I hear the first part, I'll get it. Just Five tell me. episodes. Just tell me the first part and I'll get it. I need to do it. Okay, you're doing De Niro face when you're doing that. Okay. So Coulson, he, he says he has to leave. He's going to New Mexico. Does he say New Mexico? I think he does. And he, he there's something he has to yes, check he out. Yes, he says New Mexico, and then Tony cracks a little joke. Oh, land of a jamming, ha-ha. And he's like, I have to check something out. Spencer, there's also a little thing here um, when Coulson is leaving, and you know, the New Mexico thing you just said. Oh, yeah. He says... We need you. Yeah, more than you know. Not that much. So it's played for like a comedic comedic moment <laughs> wow but uh wow. wow but it's actually got really 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 uh big you're for the way future i'm going for the way future it's got really big impl- implications he doesn't for... even know it yet unless what if he's in the timeline where he does know what happens <gasps> May- Ooh. they're planting seeds Ooh. and taking trees Ooh, exciting stuff it is exciting and I like how he talks, his cadence. But then, so Tony has, right. it's, it's, he has the, he creates the element. Oh, this is when he, he creates says, the element. He aims the beam at this little triangle thing and that creates the element. And yeah. Jarvis is like, congratulations, sir. You've created a new element. And that is the end. <laughs> no, he doesn't try it yet. He hasn't tried that yet. 
Hold on. No, the vibranium. Oh, yeah. And, okay. Is That's that the, the end, end of Act 2, That's yeah. the end of Act 2. When he okay. creates the element. Knowing what we know now, this would have been cool to have Wakanda be introduced. Hmm. But it wasn't. But then again, it's not named vibranium. Not In here. fact, you give your thoughts on the act My while thought, I look oh, up. Oh, I just I think this is a really fun act that builds and I think as a villain Whiplash, even though we don't get much of him in his full form, we get more of development with him than I thought we got with Obadiah Stane even. And maybe that's blasphemous for me to say that I like him better than Obadiah Stane, but I do. I think he's got more layers to him. I mean, he kind of does. But they bo- the Iron Man villains always have something against Tony personally. Like, it's always personal with them. And Every villain. And we find out later even. And we even other villains that aren't Iron Man villains. We, everybody knows Tony, and they all have something against him. It's because of him it's this whole thing started. His enemies are always people from his past that mm-hmm. his family or he himself has wronged. So yes. it's, there's a personal element to it. It's mm-hmm. more of a personal, like I said earlier, it's more of a personal conflict. It's not like a great evil that is it's more, just threatening everybody. Yeah. It's more like it, this is Small a thing scale. between Tony and this person, mm-hmm. and it's boiling over. But this new element. Yes. Let's see. Hold on here. Hold well, on here. Hanging on. Hanging on. Okay, so this is interesting. Tony Stark's new element. The element generates power similar to that of the Tesseract. What's that? Which Howard Stark found and studied in the years following World War II when he was searching for Captain America. Oh. Okay, I can't I can't keep reading this because it will... So maybe it's not I don't vibranium. Care. I could be wrong. I don't care. Spoil it. Read it. Fine, don't read it. You can read it in the next couple episodes from now, I guess. But yeah, I, Act 2 is fun. It had a lot of good stuff, a lot of good like world building, a lot of good... That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's, uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's, uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's my Obama <laughs> impression. It's not great. Really? I miss him. Well, mine might just be a little better than yours. That's very Tony, or very Christopher Walken sounding kind no. of. <laughs> Let me be clear. Very clear. I can't. You do better. You're the right. United States of uh, America. Will not. I'm doing the the stupid thumb wag, he is doing like the, the Bill hand. Clinton. It's the politician wag. fist. The po- <laughs> I think you do a really good Obama. I do. <laughs> I do. You do a fantastic. I was almost Clinton. <laughs> I was almost first man. My wife was the popular one, but because the electoral college took it away. Away. <laughs> <It's> a- <laughs> I should be back in the White House Two, getting blow. One words to describe your presidency. Blow job. Strategy. <laughs> Lockbox. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but I Monica. don't. <laughs> okay. Could have been back in there getting blowjees under the desk. Could have had my own room. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have a problem. Why did Howard hide this in a diorama so well, nobody he da Vinci else could coded find it. it he knew his son would I mean, Tony he made could it have for called him. up Robert Langdon to figure he this out he made it for him he didn't want anybody else I to know, discover but he his have, shit he could have wrote it down no because then somebody finds it well it sounds um, no <laughs> 
What about no. Fury? Nick Fury? No. I th- uh-uh. No. Nope. No. <laughs> he was a member of S.H.I.E.L.D. So that some, doesn't matter. Somebody he did it for his son. Nobody else was smart enough. They, be, they, would, they wanted to make the element, We're but they didn't want it to be in the wrong hands. It hasn't been revealed yet in this film. Yeah, I'm sorry, right. folks. Well, it'll be revealed in a minute. It's funny. I love Sam Rockwell is hilarious and He's great, great as He's Hammer. Great. He plays that character so well, very naturally. Like he's not like mm-hmm. that in real in person, but he just plays that part so well. Great actor he he in is. this film. I want to figure out what that date means on the film reel. Look it up afterwards. It's got to be important. I don't think it's it got to be an Easter egg of some sort. It's not. It's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I like how that. I failed to mention this in the first act. Shame on me. But it's funny how. Pepper uh, has that uh, run-in with uh, Christine. And this time, oh, the one of the last time, there. she's like, oh, hasn't Tony given you a raise yet or something? Hasn't he promoted you? See and now you. she's the and CEO of Stark See Enterprises. You. I'll do a spread on you. <laughs> Ooh. Kinky. Then Tony comes in. Um, I'd very much pay to see that. Thank you. If, you, if we can make that happen, that'd be great. I I'll want get, one. I'll get, uh, I want one. I'll get Marshall, the the model. I'll buy my yeah. car. I'll get her. I don't think that's get, the model's name. We'll get uh, we'll get Bill Clinton. He'll come in here. Or she's not even a model. So. <laughs> no, she said that is her. She says that's her name. Do you think that's a fake name? She says it. This is confusing. What? So, why doesn't the military has the Iron Man armor now? Uh, they have the War Machine armor. They have the War Machine armor. No, it is their Iron Man armor though. They yeah. have the Iron Man armor. Yes. It's Mark II, the yes. silver suit. Yes. Why don't they? Why are they letting it almost exclusively be run by Rhodey? Is that Rhodey's he's terms? He's the one that brought it in. But he's you would the think captain, they would whisk like that stuff away, like pronto. No, he's the head of it, though. Like okay. He was, so it was, they only make they only have one suit, though. Because they he's, don't build other he's suits. He's the leader. Well, Hammer. Yes, they contracted Hammer too. Well, oh no! Duh! Come on, man. The Hammer draw. Oh! We pit, we we pissed that part too. No, we, we didn't miss anything. The, when he, oh no, no, I wanted a suit, Ivan. No, that's in this act. We I know. Gotten to that yet. I we haven't mentioned it. No, we haven't because it hasn't happened yet. Yes, it is. No, it happens yes. right now. No, it happens right now. No. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. It didn't happen yet. No. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. I wrote <laughs> Hold it on. down. Hold on. Because Hold it's on. the first thing that happens in no. Act 3. It says it right here. He's taking his time to create the whip thing, and the hammer gets pissed, takes his stuff away. You put your head in that. You put your head in that. Try to put the head in that. It's no, just, no, that's not what I'm... No. That happened earlier when Hammer is looking at his progress. This ha- th- I wrote it down I as think well. you're right. That's I fine. I'm it. sorry. <laughs> I'm not trying to be picky about it. Uh, basically, no matter where it is in the movie, whatever... It's when he tells his little, his butler or his assistant, mm-hmm. is this a helmet? Try and put that on. Try and put that on. Sir, I can't. Just put it, put it, it on. Put your head. <laughs> I, and then he actually tries. It's, it doesn't fit. That You can't put a, it doesn't I fit. Ivan, I asked for suits. These are. Suits bad because people introduce problem. Yeah. Drone better. So then he kind of lets him. He's like, Ivan, you better steal the show. Yes. And then he gets. Yeah, and then this, we'll, this we'll act.
Act three. Ivan is taking his time to create a better whip suit for himself while also working on the drones, the hammer drones. Yeah. And then hammer's golfing. He Big gets surprise. Pissed. Yeah. And it's not going as fast because the 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 Stark Expo where he's doing the demonstration is happening like now. So he's like Ivan, and he gets pissed, and he's like, the, "I I need we we need these, but you're salute? done." Salute. What do you mean salute? Yeah, because they're mean? not they're not ready. He thinks they're not ready to go yet. So then he takes his stuff away. He takes his bird he, that he actually does bond with. He takes his bird. He takes his shoes. He goes, how does it feel when I take stuff away from you? That's how I felt. And then he leaves guards with Ivan, and Ivan's just like, whatever, I'll get out of here. What does he yell at him? I don't know if you know this, but I don't speak Russian! That's what he yells at him, because Ivan Russians him. Russians him? He speaks Russian to he him. He says that the second time, what does he yell the first time? Uh, he's like, I took your stuff. You know how that feels? Because that's how I feel. Oh, yeah. That's and then it hangs on <laughs> he, him he with his that face. face. Yeah. That's, that face Christian just is perfect. <laughs> but, so he, Ivan, he calls Tony to, thre- <laughs> to threaten him. <laughs> And Tony's just kind of half listening to him. He's trying to track the call, but he these two up guys will be your fast. babysitters. Yeah, but he, you don't want to rest with them, guys. Oh yeah, well Tony, well Ivan is on the phone with Tony. You see in the background they're hanging. He has hanged them. Yeah, and Tony doesn't doesn't <laughs> That's trace about it. the call. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tony doesn't trace the call in time. He hangs up. Tony now tests the element in the arc reactor and he tries it and puts I it hate in. This part and it's really powerful. He's like, yeah, this is tastes this is like kind of silly. But it would make sense because it's a new element. It's powerful. What does he say it tastes like? Cinnamon? It tastes like coconut. Metal. Oh, wow! Yeah! I liked it. Because what? Does it light up? Does it glow when he plugs it into his chest like the old reactor? It It does does glow. Uh huh. Because it glows before, and I notice it does a little surge when he plugs it in. But this one just is like. It's much better. It's, it's more causing powerful. him to orgasm. He also is making a new suit. So back at the Stark Expo, Hammer is going, like, this is super cringy intentionally. How yes. he's doing that, like, dance across the stage. Because he's trying to be Tony, and he thinks, I did it. I beat him, and I'm at his own expo. And he's talking about Tony, but he, he's trying way too hard, and he's talking like him. He's like, yeah, that's a hell of a lot better than some cheerleaders. Oh, what's his line? He says, uh... The press is faced with quite a different problem. They are about to run out of ink. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody laughs. But then he's he's like, the the hammer drones! The army! And then it has the army theme as the drones pop up. It's actually annoying. Air Force! And the Marines have some, right? Yes. What are all the branches that have them? Is it just the three? It's Army, the Navy, Navy Marines, the Army, the and Air, the Air Force, Force, and the, the four. Marines. And, four and then branches. the war machine, Rhodey, drops down, and he's the leader of this, and his suit is jacked up with weapons and a machine gun on his shoulder, and it's fully weaponized, and it's pretty, awesome pretty cool. looking. And But then, and he's standing there looking and waving or whatever. He's not waving. But then Iron Man flies in, Next to Rhodes, and everybody's like, woo! And they think it's part of the show, and then Hammer's like, what are you doing? Like, I thought I'd be you. Stop, and he's shut up. The adults are talking. And he's talking to Rhodey, and he's like, hey, just just wave right now. Um, 
you need to, we need to get out of here. You need to get everybody out of here because these are, Ivan is working on these. And then all the drones start to turn on and Ivan's controlling them from his control booth. And even Rhodey's suit is being controlled. Sucks up. Yeah, and he's like, I can't, I can't, I'm, I can't control. What? I don't know. <laughs> what, what does it suck up? <laughs> oh, Tony, something just went up my butt. I'm being just a probe. I'm being controlled. I, I'm not doing that. It's not me. It's not me. It just sucked right up there. <laughs> it's the ex-wife. Ah. <laughs> oh, mama. Uh, what so, is this? <laughs> yeah. Go, mama. <laughs> oh man, I can't believe you just did that uh, obscure reference. I know that's great, isn't it? Anyway, <laughs> a bowling ball. <laughs> and then the bowling ball went up. It fell. Knocked me on the head, and the the golf ball followed by the bowling ball. <laughs> I, I love that movie. <laughs> Give it to him. No, 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 no. Give it to him. No, no, no. Give the, put it in his hand. No, no, no. no. Give the gun to him. Oh. <laughs> I love that. Flubber, everybody. Robin Williams. We miss him. <laughs> he has the flubber in him? No. Well, yeah, because it's like it's all going all over. <laughs> and then it gets stuck in his butt. He goes, go, mama. And he poops it out. But <laughs> he fires out like a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that uh, was a sidebar. <laughs> wrecked him. Damn near killed him. But that was a big sidebar. And one, I'm so glad we went on. He ate some shit for breakfast <laughs> that day. <laughs> one part I always bothered me about that movie. Flubber comes out of his butt completely clean. No blood, no feces, nothing. <laughs> There'd be something on him. But nothing. That may, His butt would bleed. It's PG. <laughs> And the hole in his pants is perfectly shaped, too. He'd be bleeding. His butthole would be ripped apart. Okay, another flubber thing. Tangent time. (laughs) (laughs) He falls out of the window. Ah. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Are you hurt? Just my pride. Ah. (laughs) Oh, hi, Martha. (laughs) No, no. Oh, hi, Betty. Martha. Martha. Me, Martha. You, you, Martha, me, Professor. <laughs> <laughs> that part always confused the hell out of me as a kid because I'm like, what are they saying? But I get it as a joke now. Anyway, back to Iron Man 2. Sorry. Where we now we? return to our regularly scheduled <laughs> Iron Man 2. We are the drones and War Machine are being controlled by Ivan and they're chasing <clears throat> Iron Man and he gets <clears throat> out of the Stark Expo and they're, they're terrorizing the people. And then while this is happening, Widow... And Black Widow and Pepper are like confronting Hammer and they're like, what is it? What's going on? And he's like, I can fix it, but he gets taken to jail eventually. I'm just going to tell you that right now. So then Widow and Happy are going to Hammer Industries to get Ivan because they figure out that Ivan's there. And um, oh, Widow because Hammer tells him. changes in the back of the car and Hammer, Hammer, Happy's trying to watch her change as am I, as oh. am everybody. And uh, she's like, keep Male your eyes gaze, on the road. anyone? She's like, keep your eyes on the road. Like, yeah, no, I'm, I am. I'm happy featured in this movie much more, and he is a joy. I for love those, Happy. For those of you who don't know, did we mention the male gaze at all? No, but it's pretty heavy, I guess. The male gaze in film theory is when a lot of films, you know, from the male perspective, it's a very male-dominated industry yeah. in a sense. Yeah. And it's getting very scrutinized today. But you see that a lot in films. And the, the example we watched in our film theories class was from Top Gun. 
when mm. she's walking in between all the airmen mm. and it's the leg shot. Boobies. It's just have, the camera takes the perspective of a man, mm-hmm. of objectifying women. Although I will say... Magic Mike is kind of the inverse of that, which makes that movie have some value. Gaze. Huh? The female gaze. Yeah. So, yeah, he's trying to watch her change. And kind of swerves. It's funny. And then the drones lock on this little kid that's wearing an Iron Man mask that we now know because Kevin Feige said it. So that means it literally is true if he says it, that that is a young Peter Parker. Very cool. We don't know that until several years after. That is pretty cool. And I thought he might have been in the press pool earlier in the movie, too. I suspect it probably possibly. was. But the real Iron Man shows up before he gets killed. Because the Iron Man, the little kid, Tom Peter, holds his hand up. Like, he's going to take on the drone. He thinks he's Iron Man. And then Iron Man goes, Nice work, kid. And he destroys the drone and that flies makes it away. even more powerful. It is cool. They're building their thing already. And so he's leading the drones away from the expo. And uh, so Iron War- Jarvis hacks into War Machine suit, fixes it, and they go into this this globe thing. This, like, Japanese garden. It's ah, a really yes. cool setting. After this big epic chase scene. Yeah, and I love this setting. And Iron Man and War Machine are talking about how, like, okay, what's our plan of attack? Uh, here, I'm going to go, our big gun's up here. And then they go, both go up there and it's like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm, I'm the big gun. I literally have the big gun. And then Iron Man's like, no, I am. But then he's like, okay, fine. You take up top, I'll take it's down here. It's a dick measuring contest, yes. basically. And all the drones come in, and they're fighting them. And this is the coolest fight scene. This is really yeah, this cool. Is, yes, it this is like one of the standout enough. moments of the whole film. And they're fighting them, and when he and then when he shoot machine guns that uh, drone and them. the gasoline's like splashing yes. on the suit. That oh is yeah, awesome. like blood. And yes, that, that is really awesome. cool. That's a that really cool awesome. detail. And then Iron Man's like, get down. You couldn't have led with that? And you're like, yeah, sorry, boss. It's a one-time use. Favorite part of the movie, I think. This right and here? A- favorite action oh, part yeah. of the movie is when Iron Man does that thing with those with the lasers. It's so cool. That was so Look, cool. War Machine, why don't you have a laser? It's not a laser. Sir. It's a little light bulb that blinks. <laughs> He's not a space ranger. Laser envy. He's not a war machine. He he he's, he he doesn't shoot evil or, or or fight evil or fly. I screwed. So anyway, they destroy Damn. the drone. <laughs> they destroy the drones. But then, ooh, big bogey coming in after. <sighs> Hold on, Widow and Happy. Funny scene. Widow Deep takes breath. out a bunch of these dudes, <laughs> a bunch of these goons, while Happy is struggling to beat up one, and he goes, "I got him." And then there's that cool reveal that there's a bunch of bodies that mm-hmm. she took care of. So Too then cor- a little Ivan is action-y. gone. I like it. Ivan is gone. It sets up her black widow. And she does that. Yeah, her she famous, does so many action poses. She like, does wah, wah. She, she does her famous um, uh, leg headlock spinny takedown oh. thing. Love that move. And she's like, there's a bigger, there's a bigger... <laughs> Uh, hold what? on hold on a bigger fish to fry <laughs> no there's a bigger thing coming and it's it's the whiplash looks like the party's coming to you y- yeah does she say that yes looks like the fight's coming to you oh she does say that mm-hmm. remember that everybody bringing the party to you and it's it's whiplash in this cool big suit that's like the ironmonger suit but with whips and we do not I wish we'd have seen more of this suit uh, he doesn't put up much of a fight so they fight him and 
you know villains love exposing their face in these Iron Man movies? They oh, just keep your thing down. They do that in other MCU movies too. Like Iron Man's constantly taking his hat off. Like when all the heroes well, come in in that one movie. Well, you they know all, what, Spencer? They didn't pay millions of dollars to see someone's face covered up by CGI. I know that. But they, they show enough see of the it. Face. it That's doesn't like make Kylo sense. Ren had his helmet like in, busted. In the final, in the movie, in, I'll just say, in Endgame, when all the girls, and they all flip their, like, their their heads, like, don't expose your face. Stop exposing your face. <laughs> it's not, don't do that. It doesn't make you more, just stop. Protect your face. Everybody, just protect your fucking face. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, the villain, so, the, uh, <laughs> I'm defecting. What? I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't Are you know. okay? Yeah, I'm just really excited about this movie. Are you part of this family? Yes. <clears throat> so Whiplash and Iron Man and War Machine fight. And it's kind of a lame fight. But they're fighting and then... Uh, there's one, they there's get a this, couple cool shots. But it, yeah. it happens so quickly that... Exactly. So Whiplash has them both by the whips. He's whipping him into shape. <laughs> and Rhodey's like, hey, hold your hand up. And, and on three, do your repulsor. And that, remember, this right. come, This mm-hmm. is a callback it to when they did back. an accident. He remembered that and was like, oh, I can use that. So they do the big repulsor, meet, bomb, blow, explosion. And then uh, um, Whiplash is laying there with his, <laughs> <Jeff> it, with, <laughs> his <laughs> with his face exposed and goes, you lose and then he self-destruct beep beep beeps and like we got to get all the drones away from everybody and he goes all to say right. pepper and then he's self moment alert it is he self he explodes and that's not even just that but pepper yeah why is she standing there hmm what's that it's beeping like it's gonna explode in every movie hmm. where that's ha- like if a train's coming at him <laughs> move run away take your heels off and run that reminds me of ready player one did you see that? Yeah, I love that movie. When uh, he's H is running away from the Jack Torrance, like in the Shining segment. Oh, yeah. And he's running away, and he's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, run away from stuff. If something is clicking, don't stand there like a puppy dog with your head tilted. Well, run. it's the little kid in Spider-Man. What little kid in Spider-Man? The little kid in Spider-Man Which who's Spider-Man? standing in the parade under the... Falling oh yeah! Fa- move out of the way. Uh, every Billy, movie. That's the kid's name, Billy. But then it's dramatic. It's more dramatic. Billy the kid. Billy the Anyone? kid. It literally okay. is. So then Iron Man saves Pepper. They go up on a roof. They're talking. They kiss. And then Rhodey is just creepily watching. I don't like that. In the shadows, yeah, he like pulls bro, a freaking you purr. <laughs> He's over there just ting 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 ting. Oh, oh no! <laughs> No, and then you hear it. <laughs> oh no! Uh. Wow! No. How long no. have you been standing there? And Rhodey's like long enough to no nothing. I've no, just been here. No, the thing is, Rhodey has mastered the ability to He's of standing something. so still that nobody <laughs> can see him. <laughs> oh. He learns from the best. And then he's like, hey, I'm going to have to borrow the suit because I don't have a ride. And then Iron Man's like, don't, you're bringing it. And he's like, no, I'm taking it. I wasn't asking. And he flies I guess away. I don't like Rhodey's attitude I do. It's in funny. these scenes. I it's don't funny. know. It's, it's weird. Like, why are you creeping? Big, like, I don't know. It comes off uh, as overconfidence. I don't know. I just, it. I, yeah. I don't know. I like Rhodey <clears throat> in like later movies. 
Like, especially uh, Endgame. Oh, he gets better. Way better. But, yeah, this movie, I don't like his... I don't know. Yeah, he's fine. I don't want to... I'm trying to think of the word. Not arrogance, because he's not like a butthole about it. He's just very, like, playfully pompous, I guess. Like, because yeah. it's called being badass. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. He's but, He has good lines. So now the dust is settled. Pepper safe, everybody's safe. Tony is uh he's reviewing his application or nick fury's reviewing his application for the avengers you're hired no <laughs> no he's not because it's he's like tony St- or iron man accepted okay so i'm in and he goes read further uh tony stark not recommended and he wasn't recommended by black widow so he's like well how does that work and they well, only want to use him as a consultant that so brings me back to earlier in the movie when he kind of says it here when he says like but i'm how can you not recommend me yet recommend me? Because early yeah. in the movie, he's like, me and the suit are the same. Like, yeah. I'm the suit and the suit is me. Money on my mind. I got mind on my money and my money on my mind. That's a rap. Sure. Song. Yeah. <laughs> got my mind on the money and the money on my mind. You never heard that song? Oh, during this scene, when he gets denied, yes. look at the map. I... Is, I look tried at the to map. Look. I tried to look. I didn't see anything, but I tried Wakanda's to look. Circled. Is it on there? I think it's. I there's a maybe. little. There's an orange circle in Africa. I think it's circling areas where they can Probably. recruit Avengers. Probably, and I know that comes back in a later. It's circled on another map somewhere. So yeah, my whole thing about this is the perfect place to introduce Wakanda. Scratch that. They kind of did yeah. it in. in they East, did it in an Easter egg at the end of the film, but because so, it wasn't vibranium, whatever. They just want to use Tony as a consultant. So now somehow he's like he's like i want a medal or something or you, i need a nick fury arranges a presenter tony stark Me wants a presenter and have a ceremony where we're getting awarded oh, can yes. you pull a few strings for us and get, yeah like somebody to present and he goes i think i got somebody there are so many things in this movie that are introduced via like subtle bridges like tony's party oh i would you can do whatever you want like mm. i would do what I want, or what? What does she say? I would do whatever I want. I would do whatever I want with the people I want to do it with. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then before it gets to him being drunk, you see him take a big old swig of his alcohol. Is that alcohol or is that his green drink? I think it's his alcohol. motor oil. His it's motor the stuff. It's the stuff that he she he had her bring out of the the liquor box. Oh, gotcha. So he takes a big old drink of that. Cut to next scene. He's drunk. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> Yeah. This scene with, with the with the, the award metal. bridge, mm-hmm. yeah. There's so many nice writing instances of that. And a little and thing I wanted to notice was Howard, there's a scene of him drinking too oh, during yes. his uh, slideshow. It's hereditary. So the alcoholism is a thing. Um, yeah, and um, I love the, the backtrack music with this. It's ACDC's Highway to Hell. Mm-hmm. It's just instrumental until the credits, but it's just cool because uh, Senator... Stern is presenting much to his what's the word I want? His chagrin. Is that the word? Yeah, and he's just dismay. like dismay. Yeah, because he has to say nice things about well, him. Well, he but respects he want Rhodey. To. Yeah, that. But then he gets to Tony and he's putting the medal on him and it pokes him and he goes. Funny, how annoying a little prick can be, isn't it? Let's get a photo. Let's get a picture. Yeah, let's get a picture. And he picture brings time. him Picture time. Picture time. And then that's the end of them. I'm on the highway to hell. And then credits, and we get a post-credit scene, and it's one of the coolest ones, because you get just poof, 
desert. And you see a car rolling up and it's Agent Coulson and he's up on top looking at this giant crater with a bunch of people around it looking mm. at something. And then he gets on the phone and he goes, sir, we found it. And then the camera does this cool thing where it, it zooms away from him to reveal and then the uh, Thor's hammer comes in the frame, and very, but not for very long. Very cool. And then it goes to black and it goes... <laughs> That was I don't think I that stayed for the end credits during th our theater viewing. It wasn't as known of a thing, but yeah, there's lightning, and you're like, <gasps> "Oh, the lightning Thor, sound baby! effect is awesome! It that is. is cool." And it sets that's up cool. Thor, and that sets that's the end of the movie, and that sets up our next movie, which is Thor. But Iron Man two, that's the end of Act three in the movie. Well, that well, that's the end of the post credit scene. I love this movie as much as I loved it when I first saw it. It's one of my favorites of Phase 1. It, I agree. It's got a lot of, like I keep saying throughout the show, it's got a lot of good character development stuff with between Tony and his like personal relationships. The, villain, the villain's concept of every villain that he has, it's something personal. Either someone he's slighted in the past or mm -hmm. his family has. Yep. It's really good. I... And that's what these movies are all really about. Because I don't feel the Iron Man movies have as much action sequences in them. It's all about the character, I feel, of Tony. Yeah. Like, yes. Tony's the reason why we watch. Not to see Iron Man necessarily blow shit up, but... Tony is an interesting character. He's a deep and character. And he's very charismatic. Yes. And you were saying that he wasn't really getting into his element in this in the last movie or the last Iron Man film. Yeah, like, he, wasn't, he hits it. He now. wasn't Tony Stark. This is where he he is well, for sure after this one. He this is a theme that's explored too, like existential crisis, like a midlife crisis that yeah. he's having. Like he's on death's doorstep here, so he's basically doing whatever he wants. Like I'm gonna go drive this race car. I'm gonna have this party and get drunk. I'm going to dye my I'm, hair. I'm going to use my suit as not only a weapon to keep the world safe or whatever, but to make, to like enhance my brand, basically. That's what yeah, he's doing like at the legacy. beginning. Yeah. But he doesn't, he doesn't really have a, he doesn't care as much because he's depressed and yeah. he's going through this crisis. So that's kind of interesting. It is interesting. Um, what do you think? I like I, the I like the father son stuff like with Ivan and Anton yes. being a dark mirror of mm -hmm. Howard and uh, Tony. Uh, mistakes of the father are passed down to the son. I love all the little Easter eggs in this one, like the shield. The shield is obviously hilarious. the hammer. Um, little maps here and there. The 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 mm -hmm. reveals about his dad. Like mm -hmm. I just think this movie is a lot better than what people give it credit for. Yeah. It the, really is. The end fight is not great. It's too quick. I don't feel any of the action sequences but, are really that good in this film. I mean... But in the end, it's not what it's really about. And there's the whole thing about the alcoholism, mm -hmm. which is a huge thing with Tony in the comics. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it's it's good. It's good stuff. Apparently, what did he say? Who? The I'm, I'm sorry. Um... 
John Favreau. He was gonna do. He they were gonna touch on the alcoholism. That was a thing they were going to do. Um, this is from Wikipedia. During development, Favreau said the film would explore Stark's alcoholism, but it would not be the Demon in a Bottle version. I think Demon in a Bottle is a comic series oh, or okay. an arc. I'm not familiar with it. So, while promoting the first film, Downey stated that Stark would probably develop a drinking problem as he is unable to cope with his age, the effects of revealing he is Iron Man, and Pepper getting a boyfriend. Downey later clarified that the film was not a strict adaptation of the Demon in a Bottle storyline from the comic book series, but was instead about the, quote, interim space, end quote, between the origin and the Demon story arc. Shane Black gave some advice on the script and suggested to Favreau and Downey that they model Stark on J. Robert Oppenheimer, who became depressed with being, quote, the destroyer of worlds, end quote, after working on the Manhattan Project, which of course is the atomic bomb. Hey. Kind of interesting. Has there been a sidebar? Everything sure. we said is good. I got distracted. Oh, was it? Yes. Okay, Jeff Bridges, and I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. No, I was listening. That's okay, I did the same thing no, I was last listening, episode. But isn't Virtual Comic Con like going on right now? Yes, it is. Has there been any Marvel news from them? I don't believe so. There's rumors that um, the new... Avengers team is announced and like it there's going to be like oh. the uh, Illuminati is going to be like a villain. I that's have no, a rumor. That's okay, anyway. Yeah, I don't Maybe know much that about will that. Get announced. When are they when is it happening? When is Marvel doing their thing or I don't know. Not? I'd have to look it up. Honestly, going on right I never now, right? really follow Comic-Con to be honest. I do. I the followed it last year. The big thing for me is big. E3 and that got canceled. Uh, so. They didn't even do it virtual pansies. Well, Xbox just had their showcase. Mm. But, and Sony had their PlayStation 5 event. PlayStation. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah I, Iron Man 2. This movie, I would, like I, I mentioned to you, I felt like they, and this is something that I think the film was criticized for as well. But. What's that? None of I understand why they couldn't, I understand why they couldn't delve too deeply into the alcoholism thing. Yeah, and they kind they kind of turned the alcoholism into PTSD as we see later on. Yes. My, yes. Which is an interesting take. It's. I think it's the right take, though, because that would. But. What happened would have that effect. It would have been, I don't know, the whole. It would have been nice if he had some real consequence of what he did at his party. Cause, oh, yeah. Because well, him and Rhodey are still suits. friends. But nothing really happens with the suit, though, getting taken. Because Rhodey still has the rights over the suit, basically. But military doesn't reverse engineer it and make more suits. True. They might not legally be able to, to be honest. But Rhodey can because Rhodey has his blessing. We forgot to mention a real funny part of the battle is when... Because if something's in, if a weapon's introduced, it has to come back. You know, like if you load the gun, it has to be shot later. Oh, like the ex-wife, like yeah. they're like, Rhodey's like, I'll take him out. It, he prepared to meet the ex-wife, and he shoots the ex-wife low missile at Whiplash, and it just like dinks off him and flutters out in the water. And then I love the sound effect Tony, that it makes. Yeah, the like a, a firework that went out. <laughs> Hammer tech, and he goes, yeah. <laughs> so that's just a really. Fu- it shows the how inferior hammer tech is but no don't call the authorities please no 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 we don't you don't have to do no no sweetie i'm trying 
Yeah, but he gets arrested. Are you kidding me? I'm trying to help here. This he is gets, the, what does he say? This is the last time you're going to hear. This isn't the last you'll hear of Hammer. And it kind of is, except for it, that one never shot. Hear. Yeah, there's a reference. I would love to Later see him on. again. I, would love to I see think he would be fun to introduce again. He would. But what would he do? Who could he Take be? Take over Who as could Iron he be? Man. He could be Justin Hammer. He could be behind a new, whatever the next Iron Man Forgive movie me, is. Forgive me, I don't know the Justin Hammer background from the comics. Whatever the new Iron Man is, maybe it's that kid. Mm, that kid, you say. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I like, I do like, I, in hindsight, I think this is a really good character movie, too. It is. It's a good Marvel movie. I love this. And, Thinking about it, the Iron Man movies have never been really about good action per se. I mean, there's some right. cool action he flourishes, like Iron Man's flying and back, oh, yeah. like back flipping, and that thing he does through the globe. Oh yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is interesting. How he it, maps it out. How he maps it out, and it's interesting it's that really cool. the AIs couldn't do it. It's kind of meta in the mm-hmm. sense that Tony didn't do that. He directed his AI to do it. Yeah. But, but it's AI's an AI doing it can't do it but yes it's jarvis doing it and did he hijack the suits and i th- i have a it's it just it would be interesting to see if he hijacked roadie's suit and you and oh man i'm spiraling it would be interesting if he used the what is it the the back door uh security stuff that tony put in place on uh-huh. the suits and uh-huh. he hacked into him to gain control over right, the but suit. he can't he probably can't hack into them because they weren't his Right, he but, hacked into War Machine because that's his. Suit. No, that's what I meant—the War okay, Machine yeah. suit because it's the Mark II. And yeah, maybe the security so he's wasn't connected. As he's connected, or it. he figured out how to hack into like what is the the subsystems that he had in place to, so that yes. nobody could steal them. Yeah, that you're you're. I don't know. You're on. That's, Not a big on. deal, but yeah, but you're on. So that's apparently anything? Downey recommended uh, Justin Thoreau to, to write it. To write it, yeah, oh, he recommended neat. him to Marvel. Very neat. And Very he did cool. a good job. He did a good job. And did you uh, know Justin Thoreau was in the Last Jedi? Yeah, I did. He's one. Yeah. He's one he's of the, the blunt red. The code breaker. That's not yeah. a code breaker. Right. Or he maybe was the code breaker. Uh, yeah, but he. Uh, this was the last film that John Favreau directed for the MCU. Mm-hmm. I think he serves as a producer. Yeah, and man, I kind of wish he'd films. have directed the uh, other Iron Man movie. Well, we'll get to that in Phase Two. Phase is that two. the very first Phase 2 film? I think it is. Possibly. Okay. But, yeah, Iron Man 2. I liked Iron it. Man and uh get hyped for, for Thor, which is another one of the ones that it's not really forgotten, but it's also not great. But And just how Thor I isn't developed. I don't like Thor's characters Blonde much. eyebrows. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, yikes. Thor is not as fun in his first two outings, three outings, as he is in his... First three outings? Oh, I, I, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. The Avengers. Yeah. Well, four. Four. And his fourth outing is a little nonsensical, but... Because then that's Ultron, right? Mm-hmm. Is he in another one? Well, not nonsense. It, it's trying Any to lead war, up to future events, but yeah. it's a little wormy, but yeah. we'll get so there. So our next film is Thor. Thor. Just Thor. Thor. Directed by Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh. Director Ooh, of you might know from Murder on the Orient Express. Love that movie. Yep, and you might know him from <sighs> you Potter. know Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. He is Gilderoy Lockhart, and also is he was in something more recent, wasn't he? 
What else was well, he, he in? was in Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, and he also yeah, directed that. it. Uh, he directed Artemis Fowl. Did he? Oh, yikes. Yeah. Sadly, the movie didn't pan He's kind of He well. kind of has an up and down... He has an up and down uh, career because well, was I'll just in tell you. Else. Well, I'll tell he you what he in, directed. Uh, I'll tell you what he directed. He was in it. Yeah, he I directed. Seen it, but I know he's in it. Thor, Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit, the live action Cinderella. He does a lot of theater stuff, like stuff well, like that. He's Murder on the Orient actor, Express, yeah, Artemis Fowl, and he's directing an upcoming movie trained, called Death on the Nile, which I oh I can't wait. Which is a the sequel the same, to yeah, Murder to on Orient the Orient Express. Express. That was I loved that movie. But yeah, he was in a movie. Uh, oh, cool. Nothing. So I don't know. Yeah, he, directed by Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> so well, we'll get to that. Huh? That's next week. <laughs> That's tomorrow. <laughs> That's tomorrow. You're a pinhead. No, <laughs> that's gonna be our new thing. Yeah, but uh, thanks for thanks for listening to. I know at the end of there we kind of went off the rails, but that, it uh-huh. was funny. I enjoyed it. It was funny. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Those were our best moments. Verdict. We both like. No Iron other Man podcast too. can go against us on our best day. <laughs> In your ear. That's how Dad did it. That's how that's how, Man does it. That's how going off topic does it. And that's and it's how worked we out pretty do well it. so far. No. <laughs> it has. But uh yep. I, I I was wrong. I do like this movie. It's better than what mm-hmm. I thought it was. That's right, you did. It's better than what I thought. You're right. Play us out now. Playing us out. Is Sting off a cut off their new album. No. A C D C off. It's a getting cut off old, new guys. Album. It's getting old. <laughs> It'll never get old. But this has been another episode of Sequel Men, the podcast, the Iron Man 2 edition. Uh, well, we've got a pretty electrifying episode coming up for you next week. Next okay. week. My name is, you know what? And I want I want to show you my ass. Hold on. No. <laughs> I knew that's where that was going. <laughs> no. But no, you can listen to this episode and all our other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. A Podbean, Spotify, and on YouTube. Because they do a weekly upload mm-hmm. on YouTube. Sorry. Folks. And, uh. Nope, don't yawn. Quit it. Oh. Give us a five star review on iTunes and uh, re- write, a, write a review, please, if you want. I'll read it on the thing. And five stars. Pig over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's late, bro. It's 8.15. But yeah, you can also get more personal with us. You can be. James Rhodes in the corner getting intimate with himself with us at sequelmen19 at gmail.com email the show with anything you want and Brandon uh, Pop our our, uh, co-host founder CEO president of the Going Off Topic podcast uh, emailed us and recommended some franchises which I'll I'll read that one in like the in the wrap of episode just to kind of give a where we might go but he gave us some suggestions one of them including the Studio Ghibli, which another podcast say, is doing those right ooh, now. But we're he's giving us some ideas. We're in phase one of Sequel Men, the podcast, I think we, are. we could say. Yes. Phase so are one. we going to be done when we get to Endgame? Like, this person going to be done with the podcast, with franchises, no. <laughs> and just do single movies? That's fine. No. Uh, uh, you can you follow us on Twitter. We're starting all over. Sorry. <laughs> we're doing the Jim Carrey verse. All Jim Carrey movies. All good ones. We're, we're, we're at Sequel Men 19 on Twitter. 
at Sequel Men the Podcast on Instagram and on the Facebook Sequel Men the Podcast. You can recommend us on there, comment, like, share, subscribe, and pass. <laughs> share Take all a right. deep breath. That's, it. That's all I got. Take Thanks. a drink. I'm good. That's all I got. You good? That's all I got. Yeah, thanks. All right. Thanks. Bye bye. All right. No, we're forgetting our trademark. Know, Spencer, I, uh, we can't wait till the next one. I almost forgot it. That's right, Christian, because at Sequel in the podcast, all films are created sequel. That was my Thor impression. I thought it was your Emil Blonsky impression. No, it's bad. <laughs> Remember me? <laughs> all right, take care. You know what, Christian? Hearing you and I yell into our ears is making my ears very, very Thor. <laughs> mm. And that's the post-credit scene. That was no lightning strike. That was a static shock. Your How static effective shock. that joke was. Your static. Get off the air. Okay. Okay. Huh? In the air because he flies. Get it out.